Welcome to In the Lap of the Pods Queen podcast with Paul, Joe and myself, David. Another revisit episode, lads. Yep, indeed. Wasting the listeners' time, I like it. Yeah. That's all about. Just uh, rehashing stuff we've done before, us us on the downward spiral, Uh or heading towards the bottom of the barrel, but hey... Yeah, we're hanging in there, man. That's, that's where we belong. Yeah. That's where we belong. So we are going to be talking about, uh, well, it belongs in the bottom of, of the barrel, Queen 2. Um, shite, mate. One Good of shite. Queen's <laughs> Queen's worst albums. Um, I can't believe that Lynn loves it so much because it is truly awful. Absolutely. Um Nah, this is this part is rubbish. So anyway, we know all, we we all know that 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 Queen Two is a a marvelous masterpiece of an album. We know this. We all collectively agree on this, and most of the the fans out there agree it is too. Um, the good thing about Queen Two is it's not necessarily everybody's favorite Queen album, which I, which I'm okay with. You know, it's um it's you know it's definitely in my top five Queen albums. Um. I think it's probably yours as well, lads. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Top five, yeah, yeah. Top three, yeah. top three, definitely. Aye. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's 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 a hell of an important album for us, and um, I don't know as you know, even being on Twitter and talking to guys guys on there and just talking to Queen fans in general and just everything you've read through the years, um, it's it's a huge huge album for Queen. Um, so we're coming back to it. The reason we're coming back to it is because. Like um, the original, the, the sorry, the first album podcast that we we did before, we didn't actually cover all the all the songs on the album um, on the original podcast. So we're doing doing it again for that reason, and we might explore some uh, some individual tracks later on uh, for Seven Seas of Rye if we have time and we feel that way inclined. Um, sadly, I don't have any of the other individual tracks. It'd be nice to hear like March of the Black Queen and things like that, and maybe Ogre Battle. And but unfortunately, I don't have. So it'll be seven seas of rye. Sort that so, out, mate. I know. I'll, I'll, I'll try harder. It's not good enough. So I just want to say thank you for all the donations. Um not only to, to us for keeping the podcast going, but also for the for the um the Peter Hins podcast that will be coming your way in the next month or two. Um and that was for two cancer charities. So it was Macmillan uh, Cancer Support and also Cancer Research UK. So at this moment in time, it's over six hundred pounds has been raised collectively for that. So you oh, guys yeah. are absolutely amazing. Thanks very yeah. much. Thank really, you very really, much. It's amazing. We'll get there. Um, we're still speaking to Peter just now, Paul's um, in contact with him um, and arranging a few things still. Um, but hopefully, um, we'll be recording by the end of April on that one. And you know, given um, a few other little hurdles to overcome, hopefully we'll have it out to you by sometime in May. Um, but looking forward to that one. So thank you very much for making it happen. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. So it's uh, Fred Mandel, and now we've got P- Peter Hintz, you know, so it's very, very cool. Mm-hmm. So um, thank you very much. Right. So, John next. Aye, that's it. He's the, he's the prize catch, yeah. I apparently just wants uh, 100 Benson and Hedges, and he'll do it, man. And a daily mail. And a daily mail. Aye, that's it. But so um right, okay, so here's something I'm gonna I'm gonna request um of you guys tonight. The the, the podcast we did before, not the not this the special edition, the the kind of one for all the contributors and the you know, the people that gave us the cash and all that. Um because they're the most important people 
absolutely to us, man. you know and if you don't give us any money you're not that important to us oh, okay, so. definitely not important if you don't no, give us so. money man nah, that, the special vip lounge members nah, exactly exclusive <laughs> platinum card members exactly man You've got to check out loans and. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> oh, be prepared to remortgage your house. Your overdrafts. Magic ears. Check out if you've not seen uh, it. I'm sure many of you have. It's full of real Queen fans, you know, people that are at a magic tour. <laughs> Fucking clowns. <laughs> right, okay, so there's been quite a bit of tasty language so far already, so my request has got to be very along the lines of that because. Don't swear. Uh, Oh, oh yes, no, let's, no, another let's one. Let's give of it a go, lads. We need to prove that we. I don't want to be a monkey in a cage. I don't want to be a monkey in a cage. How many cunts are they going to say this week? How many fucks are they going to say this week? I'm not doing it anymore. I don't want to be a monkey too. in a cage. I know, but it's for, for, for the purposes of describing what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, that's acceptable then. Get <laughs> right. Totally cool, man. Do all you're fucking about now. Do all you're about. <laughs> fucking about. Oh, fucking so about. fucking about. <laughs> I'm right, done fucking about. Okay, we've well, finished fine fucking now. about. <laughs> You've just shown me what to do. <laughs> Is this how you uh, do it? So let's give it a go, lads. Let's give it a go. Let's let's yes. dial back the language yes. because it, it, when you when you've got Irish people saying, "My God, if they swear a lot, man, <laughs> you know it's harsh, man." So so let's give it a, let's give it a try, lads. Let's prove that we can find other. I know it's probably stripping half our vocabulary out, but let's find Speak other. Speak for words. yourself, mate. <laughs> Oh, well, for in your case, it's like 80%, mate, so, but... Ah, exactly, man. I, I basically will just have literally nothing to say in this entire podcast, Just what like, uh, <laughs> So, uh, let's Let's give it a go, lads, because we, we can do it. We did yeah, it with the Miracle, and the Miracle was one of our favourite podcasts. Remember that? That's Remember true. That? I, but we hated that, so it made us come up with adventurous ways to slag it, whereas, like, how, uh, do you be, how do you get adventure? This is going to be difficult, because I'm hyped about this album, and I'm hyped, I swear. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be I difficult. Know, it might be a bit shit doing it, man. If it was a, if it was an album that was rubbish, I think it would be easier. I don't know. All right, I'll try. Right, we'll, I'll try. We can at least we can at least dial back then. Why don't we try that? At least dial back. Yeah, and then when the swear words sense. come in, the swear words come in. At least they're going to have the right impact. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, does. Okay, I can yeah. get I can get down with that. Get we'll, down we'll with. We'll use them for impact rather than punctuation. Indeed. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm glad he's approved, lads. Cool. Uh, so we'll, we'll do that. So Queen Two, Queen Two, absolute masterpiece of an album. There's no point getting um, our initial thoughts on it. We all we all say the same thing about it um, anyway. And I think as we discuss the, the the songs, as we get through the songs, it's going to be very obvious what you know the reasons why we, we, we do think this is a masterpiece. So this album, let's get some some detail on the album itself. So obviously, as the the second album um, by Queen quite obviously, and it was released on the 8th of March 1974. So you're talking about what, yeah, it's like, um, you know, talking about what, seven, eight months after the first album. So um, very, very quick um, on the heels of the first album. So um, Roy Thomas Baker, again, is on production and uh, engineer Mike Stone is in there. Um, who we, we all have a, an affection for because we really love the sounds he gets with Queen later on, especially. Mm-hmm. And David Bowie was approached to actually actually produce the album, which is bizarre. And uh, we sort of discussed that on the, the original podcast. That's right. I'm glad he didn't. Aye, so am I, because yeah. it, I, I love it the way it is. I don't see how Aye. this could be better yeah. than any way. If anything, yeah. I think it would have made it worse. Uh, because I don't think about it's hard it, to I, know, but it's but I, my guess would be it wouldn't be as good. Uh, yeah, I, well, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I, well, I like because I don't see how it could be improved on. 
if you know what I mean. So yeah, it's yeah. hard to imagine it being better than it already is. Mm. But then again, but then again, I mean, what was his credits at that point? The Stooges, maybe. Uh, Raw Power, Raw Power oh. album, I think. Raw Power it, sounds it, pretty it's decent. Just, it's just where you know, because obviously his job as producer would have been to to say do that again, try that, take that bit out. So there, there might have been, Aye. you know, this that might have ate, ate into the actual songs as well. You know, structure of songs. If Queen, well, Queen even at that point were pretty, you know. Headstrong, aye. Headstrong to say, nah, fuck this, this is the... Aye. My guess is it probably wouldn't have... I, I don't know if what we said in the, the original pod, but my guess is that it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have lasted beyond like a week or two yeah. and then they we, would have felt fallen out, yeah. to be honest. You know? we, we, we certainly did, aye, we discussed um, the, the, the ego thing, you know, uh, yeah. very very strong egos from Bowie and obviously Brian and uh, Eddie in particular, um, and, and it might, might not have worked uh, on that level. I I don't uh, think I don't think I mean because how ambitious this album is in general, just from a musical standpoint. I mean, mm-hmm. can you imagine adding somebody into that that would cause more conflict than than probably yeah. already existed with the, all the layers and it must yeah. have been fucking a complete head. It must have been a nightmare, really. I think to put this album yeah. together because it's yeah. so so Very dense, yep. and then you've got somebody arguing. It would just exhaust the whole process. I think it would. You know what I mean? That's what that, my yeah. opinion would be on it. They maybe just wanting somebody to press the knobs and get the good sounds. So I no, I agree with that. It's it's you know I'm I'm glad it, I'm glad it is the way it is. Aye. You know, you mentioned about improving. Ah, I, 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 if I'm being nitpicky, there's a couple of things I would I would change about you know a couple of things, but. That is nitpicky, you know, and I'll get to that when we talk about the, the songs. It's probably not a great surprise because I've said this a few times before. But, but this, the you know the the vibe of this album. I, I suppose I've, I've, I'm I'm kind of contradicting myself here now because originally I said let's not do a wee synopsis, at the, you know, of the, of the album. But I'm kind of we're all stumbling into this territory already. What do you think are the main differences between Queen and Queen Two, Paul, for yourself? Well, um. Having revisited the first album and uh, kind of discovered that it is actually a wee bit more complex than we, we gave it credit for. A wee bit? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, my original answer would have been, well, this is more complex than the first album. But it still is. It, there are more layers Aye. to the songs and all that. It is, it is more complex. And they obviously they had more time and they were recording, you know, probably during reasonable hours instead of in the middle of the night um, and stuff like that that they did in the first album they took a bit of time and care and it, it shows because it's amazing I, I I didn't know this but apparently the the working title for this album was Over the Top <laughs> but there's like Sylvester uh, Stallone movie Over the Top you gotta go Over the Top <laughs> the time, about the fucking arm wrestling it's a concept album about uh, arm wrestling <laughs> it was called Truck battle, truck battle's original name. Yeah, I truck battle I, over it. Because that's what you could win a truck, wasn't it? I was like, Aye, if you, if you so broke, it was, if you broke the guy's arm in a fucking arm wrestling competition, you won Aye, a truck. Right, that's yeah. two fuckings there, man. The space about like thirty <sighs> seconds there, mate. See, it's difficult, man. Just put it down. To, I'm a fucking idiot, right? And I can't speak without swearing, right? You've just went over the top with that, mate. I did go over the top. top I went over the top, yeah. over the top. Put the, the, the camera <laughs> on the switch. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, so, back, back to you, Paul. Sorry, Paul, man. Aye, over the top. I, I think uh, that that describes it pretty well because it's like uh, that is over the top. It's man. grandiose. It's pompous. It's yeah, but it's fucking brilliant. Uh, sorry, it's rather brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's rather uh, good. It's, it's super. It's super. It's super. 
So, Joe, the question was, what are the for you the main differences between the debut album and this album? Focus. Mm-hmm. This mm. album sounds more focused to me. That I mean, there is there is songs on it, you know, that kind of stand on their own. That that you know, like loser in the end. I like um, seven seas arrive and aye, seven seas arrive. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Its own, but for me, there's more of a cohesion here, especially in the Brian on the first side, the the Brian songs, and then on the second side, the Freddie songs. There, there, there seems to be a an underlying thread that goes through those songs that that kind of connect them as one. They're almost like, although they're they're almost like one song, but they're like. They've just got multiple different parts, if you like. But anyway, I'm I'm going on about this, but no, it's yeah, just, I mean, because obviously the way they, they blend into each other aye, as well, you know, aye, uh, it's just you more know, f- the track blends. Aye, exactly, know. it's just more so, focused. Yeah. It's just more focused and uh, mature as well. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Um, and and there's 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 definitely dabblings in uh, full on experimentation in this. Do you know what I mean? I mean, we all know that this album was the most adventurous one that they did you know what i mean on a, yeah. on a, on a compositional point of view i mean the, the, some of the structures and it's insane actually people going about bohemian rhapsody and, and i'm by no means putting down how complex bohemian rhapsody is but some of this stuff was, to me is even more insane do you know what i mean um but aye, anyway that's all we are saying it, it just sounds more focused yeah yeah no i agree with that and i think um from a from an engineering point of view, it's obviously a lot better. That which stands, stands to reason because obviously the way that I, the debut was recorded and you know Aye. it makes sense that the second album when they got a bit of cash and a, a slight bit of success that it was going to sound better as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so absolutely, you know the the drum sounds in particular um, um, are a lot better. You know, kit sounds great, especially on Loser on the end. But um, that's probably largely because Rogers had his. <laughs> well, I've got. I've got, I've got Crouching over the, the desk, making sure like he gets the best drum sound for well, his song, you know. So. I agree, but I've actually got a bit of a gripe with the drum sound in this album for the most part, and it's it's distorting. Um, the snares distorted, the toms on, are distorted on, on a lot of the songs, white, not on, on White all Queen. Of them. It's not, it's not, not especially in Father the Sun and White Queen. I, I would agree with Ben both. And I remember yeah. Roger saying that that was about a bone of contention when they always worked with um, Roy Thomas Baker. The fact he, he talked about it on jazz, he was he was making the snare really hot, and Roger kept mm-hmm. telling him to stop doing it and put bringing it back. And he, so it was obviously something that he did. He, he overdrove, uh, he over yeah. uh, drove the, the drum signal. Don't know why if he thought it maybe sounded punchy, but it doesn't. It doesn't, um, you know, make me go. Oh, I can't listen to this. I still love it. I still love it. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. if I'm being super critical, that's one of the. But it's old, noticeable. Yeah, yeah. One, it's it is noticeable. definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. noticeable. It's not yeah. a very clear drum sound for the most yeah. part. Mm-hmm. But um, but in terms of like the sound of the the actual the the room and 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 I guess overall the the mix of the album it's it's, it's it sounds like there has been more focus and you know as Joe said I would say I would definitely think that um, and agree with that um so well what why don't we delve in then to the to side white let's do side white we start off with procession now procession obviously is the in- introduction which leads in the album in really um Brian May composition and is is basically a, a you know a, a you know a piece of music um, that's, that's Put together on guitar, um, and um, you know you talked about this on the on the first the first album podcast, um, Joe, about the the whole um, you know 
influence that you know that this had on Metallica, the sound, this whole procession thing. Yeah, absolutely. it's you know you could play that clip of Blackened that we played on on yep. the original podcast again, and you would, you would hear the same thing again. So and Hetfield said that that Brian May was a huge influence, especially in the guitar harmonies. That's what he said. So yep. it's a clear lift influence, definitely. But um, it's a piece of music, uh, Paul. What's what's procession? For you? Well, it's mar- it's it's rather marvelous, isn't it? I would have said it was fucking brilliant, but I'm not allowed to. So it's rather marvelous. <laughs> um, but this is this is super. It's a it's a super piece of music. Um, it's a. It, I, I know we kind of talked about the the Dicky amp, the little uh, speaker, basically. Yeah. You know, the, the it's like one watt or whatever. He fished out um, of a skip, apparently. Yeah, yeah, that the John Deacon built uh, yeah, a discarded speaker. Um, and uh, I don't know nothing about electronics or whatever, but it's something to do with germanium crystals or something like that. I don't know. Some it's Picard or, 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 or the Star uh, Trek on the phone there for their fucking millennium <laughs> crystals. It's made of kryptonite or something. Um, but, I mean... It allowed Brian May to make his guitar sound like violins and trumpets and... It's just incredible, and no, nobody was there. MD doing this kind of shit back then. No, no, not, not, not that I know of. No, no. I don't think so. I'll make my guitar sound like a violin. I'll make it sound like a trumpet. Um, like an orchestra, basically. Yeah, that's what it is. I, it, it would have been a lot easier just. To, yeah. It would have been a lot easier just to pay somebody musician musicians unions rate or whatever it was twenty quid a day and get them to play actually play. Aye, but then you, but then you wouldn't have that cool innova- innovation in the guitar yeah. that Brian created, and that's uh, and, 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 and then almost stopped doing it, like you know. Yeah. Uh, and and you kind of you kind of think about um, you, you think more about good company, you know, which obviously came further uh, further along than than you think about procession. But, but this is it's just the same thing. He's making his guitar, obviously on good companies. He's doing other things as well, but it's it's just. Absolute genius, you know. So the so the guy, uh, as well as innovating in terms of heavy uh, guitar, metal, thrash, all the, he's he's also doing. He's making new sounds with the guitar, um, and they, I it does. It, it kind of depresses me sometimes that this guy doesn't get gets very little credit for anything he did, you know, um, other than just kind of lip service. Ah, you know, I Brian. Everybody wants to talk about Jimmy Page and Richie Blackmore, and but the guys weren't doing half the stuff that Brian May was doing. I think to be honest as well, I think now I agree with you. I think Blackmore and people like that were getting their ass kissed back in the day, but I think he does get his. I think now he does get his his due, um, but for years it was frustrating. I totally agree with you. With like you know, 
listen to these like people talking, you know, like these magazines and stuff with their polls and stuff. I know these these polls don't really matter that much, but it used to frustrate me as well. But yeah, I think because yeah. he, he got voted like best rock guitar player and guitar magazine or something yeah, not that long ago, a couple of years ago or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but for me, I think see, it's a piece of music. I mean, it's called Procession. You can see the procession. Yeah, yeah. you know, you've yeah. got the kick drum. They're going to the, almost like the funeral yeah, march the drum. You know, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. and then and then obviously you can see like it could be a funeral procession, it could be a it could Raiden. be a, a coronation procession, Aye. it could be you know it could be anything you know, but that that's where this whole this album takes you. It takes you back yeah. to Eagle. to the you know the, the you know the baroque and medieval times. You know, I know they are two different periods, but it, it kind of you, you can kind of feel the, you know those eras from Aye. like you know any time from like the 1200s right up to the 1700s yeah. you know you can you can feel feel that in the, a lot of these songs especially yeah. those on the end you know what I mean oh um, absolutely <laughs> it definitely but, um, sets the mood aye you know, you're, you're, so, you're, you're going on a journey aye definitely yeah absolutely so I, th- I think it's you know you can see that in one of those big you know big uh, 1940s movies this piece of music you know it's, mm. it's you know over one of those really no one of those scenes that cost about like 40 million dollars to put together because there's about seven billion people in the fucking scene ah, exactly so um so anyway that leads straight into father to son so after procession so you've got that that strange sound on the guitar that i don't i don't i don't get to speak about procession go for it mate i like procession mate no, I was just I was I was just noising you up. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, moves into father to son, um, and then we get that that kind of strange guitar sound that it's almost like I don't know how you describe it. it almost sounds like a keyboard, you know. Right. Again, another another kind of strange thing. Um, that, I'll, right. I'll, I think I always originally thought it was like a piano, a piano and it had just been manipulated in some way, Aye. you know. Then it. But it probably is a guitar, actually. Uh, it probably is. I mean, I don't know for, uh, for sure, but I always uh, thought it was Brian doing something weird, you know, mm-hmm. with, with effects and stuff, and, you know, the way he... Because, he's, he's, as Joe, Joe rightly said, you know, his innovation and all that, he was always looking for different sounds and... wouldn't be surprised if it was a guitar but I'm not 100% mm. so if anyone knows different certainly let us know but um, but this this goes into so this is this is a it's a very metallic song this this one as well lots of really heavy riffs on this one um, um, Joe do you want to kick things off with Father to Son I I mean it's when you listen to stuff like that uh, like this and, and you know and, and basically you know you know, this Brian songs and this side in particular, man, it's just like, if you didn't know what came, like, obviously I'm not slagging the later Queen stuff because the 70 stuff is amazing pretty much. There's nothing wrong with any of it for, in my opinion, but, you know, he stopped doing these songs pretty quick into their career, do you know what I mean? Aye. It was like the time they got to kind of news of the, uh, no news of the world, but the time they got to Night of the Opera, the last song he did in this sort of vein was the Prophet song. Prophet song, mm. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, Every single one, including this, you know, the, the guy was writing these amazing, huge, epic metal yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. rock songs that were, you know, like unbeatable. I mean, yeah. I know we slide Brian me a lot of a lot and all that, but I mean, I can't stress enough just how amazing he was at writing these types of songs, and it, it baffles me why he can't 
see me do it anymore at all. But anyway, going back to the song, aye, it's it's fantastic, man. It's it's just it's just like, in fact, I was when I was do listening to it before I came back to do the podcast. Um, Jonathan from Maiden Eighties E, I messaged him this song and says because he's been trying to get into Queen. And I says, look, mate, he's a metal guy. I says, listen to this. And he get back to me immediately saying, "This is amazing." I says, "This is this is Queen." I say, "This is the stuff you need to listen to." Yeah. So, um, so I mean, if you're a metalhead, this is this is right up your alley. Do you know what I mean? Um, I said before as well. You know, I noticed that the drums really well distorted in this track, and I'm not going to labour it or anything like that. But obviously, this must have been a thing that Roy Thomas was doing. Do you know what I mean? Maybe he was trying to make create like a sound that was his own or something. I'm not too sure. But um, I mean. There's little bits in this song that remind me of a couple of bands, and it's weird because I never really noticed this before until when it just kind of jumped out at me. But there's a lot of who in this song, the who as in the band the who. Yeah. See the do 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 do. That is totally the who, um, and there's also Black Sabbath all over this. So it's it's like Brian's very much wearing his influences on his sleeve, yeah. but. By saying that, I'm not saying he's ripping them off because no, no, no. It, it's totally no. Queen yeah. because everything else that surrounds it, you know, Freddie and all the other different arrangements that Near the Who or Black Sabbath would have done. But I can definitely hear that, that this must have been bands that he was into, yeah. into at the time, do you know what I mean? After that, that's totally him. That's totally him. I wrote some. I mean, you said it as well, David. You know, back to the light and stuff like that. It was like, where's the riffs? Guy wrote like guy was writing like serious. I'm gonna swear, fucking heavy as fuck riffs. Do you know what I mean? It would crush your face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it's just a master class in heavy songwriting but intelligent you know what I mean like very very intelligent um, hi uh, what else here have I got the bass playing man I'm going to say see the bass playing this entire album Whole album ridiculous yeah. Yeah. like ridiculous bass playing in this album man yeah. um, and I don't know who it was but I know somebody said that I John needed to be louder in Queen albums <laughs> no he didn't he because he's perfectly odd I could hear every bass line yeah. he was doing on yeah. this album and I was you know so I don't know where that I never, no, I never thought John fact, was quite no, no, in the seventies. John and every even the the, rough, the, the the shit stuff is always there. Was always yeah, there. John was always there on the mix, especially in the seventies you know, though. Nah, yeah. Maybe maybe not yeah, so yeah. much like in the works and stuff like. Maybe in, maybe in, it's in, just because it was more root notes. You know, I mean, because the the band them as a whole weren't half as much ah, as, as yeah, the seventies. You know, so yeah, oh, in the seventies they were really, and obviously it was a different climate then, wasn't it? It was like they were living in a more prog rock kind of. Yeah, that's a, experimentation. That's yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. and virtuosity, and people are really flexing you, their, their abilities I mean, at this time. You mentioned the Who there, Joe. I mean, John Entwistle, I, I, 
is an obvious influence on John Deacon, I think, definitely. I mean, he's in, he's in the magic years and all that, talking about him, and, you know, um, just uh, um, especially on this album, and quite, quite a lot of the tracks, uh, you know, you, you can you, it's John Entwistle type playing. Aye, like runs, like proper Aye, runs and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like, you know, the... the an easy way to describe it would be like lead lead bass, you know. Aye, it's, it's not just dum 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 dum. It's not fucking John Paul Jones dum 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 or that shit, you know. Aye. Kind of like uh, McCartney as well, eh? Because McCartney. Oh, McCartney, very yeah, definitely, and or obviously Jack Bruce, and yeah. Um, but uh, 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 and again, you, uh, another thing about the Who, uh, the, the bit at the start, that's very Who as well. Yeah, Baba O'Reilly. Baba O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. See, the more and more I think about it, the more I think it maybe is like some sort of organ or something or something like that, or it's maybe not. It it's yeah. it's it just been manipulated in yeah. some way. I think, I, I think my head uh, just went to a certain point, because I've never ever been sure 100% what it was. I guess it's a weird sound. Uh, it's a kind of strange sound, so I think, it, it, it could, I think it, because he listened to how Brian was playing on this, I think I just, yeah. I just can, it could I concluded be, it, it could was be him, picking. You know? It could be picking either back, uh, in front of the nut or behind the bridge. Mm. Now where, where, where yeah, the, the strings are tightest yeah. and you can get a, 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 a kind of yeah. cool what? sound. What sound? You know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, you know, could, be, an, could be an organ. It might be an organ, actually, more I think about. Anyway, sorry, Paul. I can't interrupt the Juju. You were in mid-floor there. I just oh, I was doing, I was going on and on about it, but I mean, I love this song. Yeah, this is an incredible song. For a long time, this was my favourite song on this album, definitely. Uh, I just like the dynamics, everything. Just like, just a great heavy, heavy metal song, um, and uh, I and definitely who influenced uh, in, in certain parts as well, and Sabbath and but all, but all Brian and all Queen definitely. Yeah, you know, it's, totally it's not they're, they're not they're not lifting anything. or they're, they're taking influence. They're, they're doing what every. Every great band or great artist will do. They'll they'll steal from other people. They'll, they'll take from other people, and but they'll, own, they'll they'll make it their own. Definitely, aye. Uh, and uh, and obviously John plays the acoustic as well. You hear him kind of the kind of towards the end of the track. Uh, certainly, um, oh, aye, I didn't know that man. It's uh, it's just it's, it's yeah, in the song. verses as well. There's acoustic in the verses. Ah, there's a, well. there is acoustic yeah. in the verses. Ah, the, I just assumed it was Brian. Yeah. You hear the acoustic in the band, and then Brian's doing his power calls. And that is John that plays that part, then. That that bit, that that family, that father, and there's that that thing in the background. It's like what what's that? What's that making that noise? That. You know, in the back. You're not talking about the vocal bit that Joe was do talking do about. The do 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 is that a vocal? Aye, mate. Yeah, but 
title <laughs> I think I think it repeats again later on. Ah, it, yeah, it, it, it does. Yeah, yeah. I think it comes it later on. That's See, a song. I, I mean, a song we've heard, you know, I know many times, I know. you know. But uh, aye. <laughs> aye, but there's so much going on in it, oh, man. I know, there is, but I mean, I, what I like about it is like the, the you know, as the song starts, you know, you know, a word in Europe from Valley Sun here, the word that I say, and the drums come in. I fought with you, fought on your side. It's very kind of almost like jovial, kind of like you know, um, and then it goes into that big face melting bit. But I've heard, but I've heard it all before. And it's chugging, you know. So it's just, I love that because it's 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 you know, it's an example of Brian knows. He's wrote a metal song, but he's no he's no wrote it in a conventional big, way. He's you know he's, he's it's quite it's got it's still got light and shade in it. Don't get me wrong, right. I'd say probably f- mostly from that bit onwards, it's just guitar chaos. To be honest, man, and just noises and fucking. I love it, man. I love it. especially when it ends and it's just like it's just uh, and then the fucking power chords are going crazy, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 uh, it's a it's a just an exceptional piece of work, man. It's it's, it's just a way Wallace. way to open the album up, man. It's just. It, it's brilliant, and it, and it takes me back. This particular song, I don't know why, takes me back to the cassette. I had this on the Fame cassette. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got it as a wee stocking filler, I think, when I'm eleventh birthday or something like that. Because um, obviously I had it recorded from Paul on it, but this was my my own copy, original copy, even though there was like nothing in it. It was like the track listing and the, the album cover, and the tape, basically, you know. Because that's Aye. all you used to get in the eighties, you know. And um, but um, but yeah, this for for some reason this one seems to take when I hear this song, it takes me back to that time. Um, a lot of the time, and but um, no incredible track. I just, I just love it, and it's just, it's just Aye. heavy. It is a heavy, heavy song. And you're talking about Tone Joe on the first album, and oh, his tones are amazing on this. Man. Tones are amazing mm-hmm. on this as well, you know. So, um, so Fallet Sun, yeah, and then it doesn't let up, lads. Oh. <laughs> you're right into White Queen after this, you know. Um, White Queen's beautiful, one of my favourite Queen songs. Um, 100%. Um, and before I, I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump to the middle, to the end of the song right now, and it's a bit that only really, really actually actually hit me um, listening to it for this podcast. I, I knew it was always there, this bit, but I just never, ever really, it never really, I never honed in on it, or it never really affected me. But there's a bit where it's leading up, when Brian's doing the, the fake sitar solo, absolutely. When he's doing the sea tassel, and just as he's coming out of it, see that the background. It's vocals, and it's very eerie. It's they're buried with it, and there's loads of reverb on it, and it's just sitting in the background. It's leading up and it's getting getting higher and higher and then it gets into that just before that bit. See if you just just go back and listen to that just that one bit and that mm-hmm. song. I'm like, it was just you know, caught you in the right time. Aye, it's, it's sometimes it's just like you know you you know Queen of Geniuses, but at times you're just like man, this is just confirming it again. Mm-hmm. You know, aye, yeah. this this late in the game, I'm still getting confirmation of their genius, yeah, and it's aye. just. 
wee bits like that, and it's just like the amount, the am, there's a lot of that in this effort, album. I, I, a lot of I, effort, I, I, and, and yeah. I really thought went into the detail, the sound and yeah. detail, absolutely. But anyway, sorry, I, just in case I forgot to mention it because I hadn't written it down, but because it was a very recent um, discovery of my but oh, it was just beautiful absolutely I love this song anyway sorry I'll uh, mm-hmm. uh, Paul do you want to kick us off with White Queen it's, it's funny you mentioned about get, having, having a, a reaction to something you've heard probably hundreds thousands of times because I, I had a reaction to this song um, it was in the weekend I listened to it um, and I got quite emotional during this song Um it's a beautiful song, it always has been, but it's not one of the Queen songs that I instantly think are Freddie and I get sad and, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, it's not like the show must go on or innuendo or anything like that, mm. um, but I, I did kind of tear up a little bit because I, I, Freddie's vocal performance in this is, is just fucking beautiful. Uh, and the way he's... So this is Brian's song, and he's and he's taking it, and he and he's right, right, right. Okay, you really love this. You, 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 this woman is beautiful, but you can't. You, you you're never going to approach her, and you know you're not going to ever approach her. And and he's you can you know he's taking that on board, and he and the way he sings it, it's I can I'm there. I could feel. Yeah, that's that. I think guy. everybody's kind of been been there some yeah. at some point. I, you know what I mean? And and and. You know, Fred, Freddie does that with every song. It 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 takes on the, the the mantle of the character and all that. But for some reason, that it, it just really hit me. You know, on, on this particular one, that it, in a way that it never did before. Um, and that's why Queen are fucking the best band in the world. Because even after hundreds of listens or whatever, thousands, whatever, you can still you can still have a different uh, reaction to. Um, same song kind of thing. It's a uh, I and and the lyrics are just Brian. What a fucking songwriter, you know. Uh, yeah, totally, man. And you know, just, just some of the lyrics, uh, need, needing unheard, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just maybe a bit stocky in places, you know, yeah. uh, underneath her yeah, window, like... and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, true. <laughs> it's, it's like the bit in the animal, the bit in the animal house with John Belushi. It's kind of ladders. No, Aye, <laughs> <laughs> he turns round and winks, looks at the camera and puts his eyebrows up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're totally like, uh, that's it, we're just like this total masterpiece, beautiful song. Like, we're just, class just, right just, just majestic nothing. <laughs> It's like, as we do. I <laughs> that song made me cry. It's a bit stocky in it. <laughs> um, it's not. It's not stocky at all. Um, uh, it's a different time. Maybe in our younger days we did um, fancy someone from afar. Uh, who who was me? Jenny Conley. Oh, Billy Conley. Billy Conley. Aye, was <laughs> Jenny Conley, man. Aye. Aye. Anyway, aye, aye, aye. Joe, aye. Yep, aye. Joe, White Queen. Besides the the clear stalking uh, and and play, no, that that. All joking aside, that uh, this song's like, pff, I, I don't even know how to say how good this song is, man. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, I mean, I, I it's like he's wrote a, he's wrote a, a song from the perspective of somebody you know looking at somebody and and kind of obviously desiring them in a way, but 
he's managed to do it in such a sophisticated way. Mm-hmm. There's nothing cheesy about this. Yeah. Like, how many songs of, of other bands in the seventies and even after that wrote songs about a girl that they're all about and they're, they're, yeah. and they've been real fucking cheesy. And if and you just look at the lyrics, it's like a romantic poem. It's like aye. it's like Byron or Shelley the way it's written. I, I mean, aye. I mean Brian aye. and he, we all know Brian is you know he's quite he is quite a soft-hearted guy and and, and don't get me wrong, we have kind of ripped him up for it in the past. with you know some some silliness you know that he said in the past, but. Back back then, you know, he had a real poetic way of putting his feelings across, man. And I think about this, man, the the guitar, the acoustic guitar melody in the verses is, I, I, I don't, I, they're so unusual, the chords that he's playing. They're, I've just wrote here, they're haunting, they're very, they're just haunting. On such a breathless night as this, upon my brow the lightest kiss, I walked alone. It's a juxtaposition of the song being about, you know, it's about obviously, you know, looking at a girl and, and not having the, you know, the, the, the kind of nerve to go up and desire her from afar, if you like. But it's also a sadness in it as well. So it's not a creepy, like, I know we're saying the stalking and we're joking about it being stalking and stuff like that. But because the melody's so beautiful, it, it kind of... It, it, you can, it reflects the like you were saying about the the whole you'll never you'll never have the the nerve to approach her or anything like that mm-hmm. and I think that's amazing that he was able to because they could have just strung a bunch of crap chords together you know E and G and all that shit but he didn't do that and uh, and I agree with you Fred's voice is perfectly interprets the the lyrics I feel yeah. Fred was Fred was a master of that it didn't matter if he was singing Roger's song or John's song, man, you know, he, he always lived in that. I, obviously, he can see himself in the lyrics, do you know what I mean? Anybody yeah, can, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. we were saying. Um, sitar part is, it just makes me want to cry, man. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, and, uh, you know, when you know, it goes into the, the heavy part, if you like, um, the actual guitar harmonies under the solo are fucking beautiful, man. And they're so... Guitar work's just insane in this whole album, man. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like insane, and and I, I I just can't see enough good stuff about this song, man. I love it. It's brilliant, man. Yeah, talked a lot mm. of shit there for ages. No, 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 not it, at all. It. Absolutely top notch Queen song. It's like one of the best. Oh, yeah, aye, easily, man, um, easily. And and what what's quite interesting? See the way the song starts. See when you just listen to that bit in isolation, just that 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 opening bit. You'd be forgiven to think this was quite a playful song. Ah, exactly. So, it, goes, uh, it takes a dark uh, turn, and then uh, it takes a real right, dark turn, and it goes right into this kind of really kind of oh, wistful, kind of atmospheric. It's like it. it I, 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 obviously, I can't remember the first time I heard this song, and I, I would have been exceptionally young and too young to interpret what you know what was going on. The feelings in the song, behind, the feelings it, behind it, and all that. But but I can imagine an adult listening to this now and hearing that first bit, thinking probably had in their head where that song was going to go and it doesn't it go there uh, it'll yep. go somewhere completely different 100%. and again this is this is the genius of, of Queen at this moment you know at this period you know um, just just beautiful and and uh, beautiful and I think I've just like I said you know you, you, you guys have covered it all it's 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 phenomenal and then the harmonies as well it, uh, the guitar harmonies are, are just, just and, and when they do it live <laughs> given that the amount of layering that's on this song 
yep. when they yep. do it live they still manage to do a really really they excellent do. Yeah, version do. you know so um, uh, the, core the core of the song still very much still intact yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with that beautiful song beautiful and song it's like, love it I've got, I've got a name for Brian in the 70s man he was the master of misery Aye. the master of misery man absolutely. and I mean that in the best possible oh, way definitely. man yep. Aye. absolutely um, and then it's a segues into Someday One Day which is uh, another Brian song of course so this is kind of uh, you know it's Brian's little sweet coming to an end here uh, with this song I again it's class I mean and Brian's voice is I mean excellent I mean this is this is it you know what I mean uh, as much as we rip him and stuff like that you know when he tries to go high and stuff like that man when the guy sings this type of stuff man he's, he's he sings it better than Freddie could probably because it suits his voice yeah yeah it suits his voice, do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, kind of the way, like, um, All Dead, All Dead, there's a version where Freddie sings it. And I, I know we did mention it in the, the pod at the time, that obviously Freddie just kind of obviously probably just did it one take and all that. But mm-hmm. even at that, Brian singing that song was better. So it was better. better. So, yeah, it was yeah, better. Yeah. So, and it's the same with this. I think if Freddie sang this, it would have been good, but something about Brian's voice and kind of how, what's the word, how un operatic it is I know that's mm. not really a you know for, no, not that Freddie was operatic he wasn't I don't I don't even know what I'm trying to say here but you know it's what I mean it's not theatrical subdued it's quite uh, subdued uh, subdued uh, yeah, yeah yeah it needs to be because can I plain plain yeah. simple aye I plain exactly so aye. it's a simple simple voice is what's required for this 100% you never heard my song Like reminds me of the Beatles and quite a lot of Brian's stuff. I think out of all the members of Queen, Brian's the one that I, I see the wears the Beatles influence clear on his sleeve. Yeah, and I think Brian's especially the, the seventies. And Brian's the one that mentions the Beatles most out of all the, all of Queen. Aye. He's the one that actually mentions them a lot. You know, when he's interviewed. You know, he obviously talks about we were just an extent. Well, I don't. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but like an extension of the Beatles. We had. You know, we had the, the technology of the seventies that they didn't have. You know, so we could build on. You know, they they did sort of the the groundwork Aye. they had, you know laid down. You know, and a hundred percent that Queen. I I never said this to you guys, but I'm going to say it here. Queen were like the heavy metal Beatles. Aye, if the Beatles were a heavy, if they yeah. came about later on and they were heavier, the, the Queen were like the heavy metal Beatles. That's t- mm-hmm. to me they they were just exactly the same. They were. Yeah. Totally erratic song to song was completely different, you know. But but the difference was Queen were heavier. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the same sort of um, you know ingenuity and all that. Anyway, I'm going on for ages about this song. But uh, the, I've wrote here the the chorus guitar harmonies sound amazing as well, man. Like um, like underneath, beautiful, and it just works really really well with with Brian's voice because it's very warm sounding. Um, and obviously there's a the whole psychedelic vibe of this song as well, do you know what I mean? It's kind of got that Woodstock sort of vibe, you know what I mean? I can imagine looking at, you know, footage of, like hippies and stuff like that, you know, yeah. jumping about, it's, it's definitely got that vibe. But, man, what can you say, man? It's, you know, Brian is knocking out of the park on this record, man, 100%. I love it, man. Aye, and I, I think, like, Paul, you listened to the Queen 2 our Queen 2 podcast, didn't you? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yep. I, this, I've, I've not listened to it. No, neither have I, you know. Well, I, I don't know. When when I did last listen to that, probably at the time. <laughs> I don't know, I can't remember. <laughs> but, um, but you know, even the lyrics, and we probably said this, you know, you know, you've never heard my song before. The music was too loud. That's as we are saying. Look, I'm chilling out now. I says this is the ne- this is the other side of me. Ah, you know, right, you've, okay, had, you've, had, you've had father to son, you know, and things like that, and son and daughter, and these, you know, this is this is, you know, you never heard me before. But so, you know, the music was too loud. Ah. Here's here's me doing the kind of chilled out version of myself. Uh, you know, so which is I think is quite quite cool. Can, can I just say, say as well, man? I may say if look at my notes here. Like the, the the bass runs that John does, and this is amazing. See the doom 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 doom. All those parts, brilliant, man. John's a man, really is. He really is. Yeah. The the acoustic on this sounds amazing. The 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 Martin D eighteen. Why he just didn't keep playing the Martin D eighteen through the rest of Queen's career, I don't know. Um, he ended up with that shitty evasion. Thing. Ah, that was well, well, as Mister Leg said, technology fuck Queen, and I think he's, he's, he's right. right. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's right. It made them lazy, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that. I, I don't. Is a kind of flangey kind of effect on it as well, or it kind of Aye. shimmers a little bit and all that. Aye, it kind of goes, it's lovely. It's, there's, there's, lot of, there's panning going on between the speakers yeah. as well, the, and the jing 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 jing. And kind of fades yeah. in, and and, and, and and as you say, Joe, there's there, there, there's Beatles there. There's there's certainly elements of psychedelia and all that as well. You know, the the Woodstock shit and the West the West Coast American kind of sound. Aye, and all totally that as well. flower power yeah. sort of, Aye. but but in, but in a kind of darker way. Yeah, and but it is it's just Brian and and that element of sadness and melancholy. Even even it does appear to be a wee bit more upbeat, but it's not really. It's not. Yeah. It's still. Yeah, yeah. You're still. You're still sad. You're, you know that this is a sad song, really. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not get huge slabs of power chords and all that, you know. And, like and the I other think two. that's and, uh, and I think that see, seeing Brian's lyrics, especially in the seventies, there's 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 an element of him wanting to want to be safe all the time. You know, when you when you think his lyrics, you know, someday one day we'll we'll come home. There's always this wanting yeah. to come back home. There's one, you know, being yep. being being where he's where he's safe, and there's a lot of that in his lyrics, you know, as you go through the. So there's that. That's the depression part. I, I think that's it, and it's and and, and I don't think his home life is bad in any way or anything like that, you know, because you might look at leaving home being easy, or maybe you know it's had, it, you know, from what I can gather, certainly it. He's, 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 you know, his home life was was good. Okay, his his dad had a, a view of who he was going to be as a as a professional and all that. Fair enough, but I think it was. You know, I think it was an encouraging environment, um, but it's just this, this, this need and this want of something warm and something peaceful that he always seems to be. Yeah. It's in his lyrics a lot of the time, and I think this is the earliest example of it. You know, yeah. you know, this yearning for, for, you know, for to be content almost. You know, here's a th- so. here's something that kind of ties in with what you're saying here, right? I never really thought of this, and I might be talking shit, right? We were talking about Brian's home life and stuff like that. Am I right in saying that Brian? Roger and John are all only only children. Uh, Brian's an only child. I know that. Yeah, I think uh, Roger and John Rod- are as well. Rod- I, I think you you might be right. Actually, yeah. Obviously, Freddie's got a sister. Fred, but Freddie's got a sister. Aye. Are they all? Are they I, I, I read that Elden Years book just recently. Aye, I, I, I wouldn't put I wouldn't put any money on it, but I don't, I, you you could be right, Joe. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't I don't. It. I don't know. It's got absolutely yeah. no relevance to what we're talking about. But it just yeah. made me think. You know, like, it's like Brian made in that he was a single child. So there's that whole. 
That's yeah. a common thing, mate, with single. <laughs> whereas, whereas Rogers, I'm a right, single child. child. This is magic, man. I'm, I'm, getting all the, I'm getting all the attention. Aye, Brian's the opposite, man. He's, <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's, he's what, a brother or a sister or something? Aye. He's depressed, man. Well, aye, he's right, to the sister I never had. To the sister I never had, aye. Total fucking... No point in that whatsoever, but hey, ho. listen, listen, hey, everybody experiences these things in different ways, you know. So it's, yeah. you know, maybe that is his way of saying he'd like to, you know, a, a, you know, a bigger family or whatever. I don't know, who knows? But, um, True. but no, this is this is an excellent song. I think it's just it's just beautiful. And um, before we move on to the first street anthem of the album. Uh, is there anything else on this? Anything else on this, lads? Before we move away from this lovely little acoustic. Uh, it's just it's stunning, beautiful. Yeah, isn't it? I can't, it I is. can't actually say anything else. It's, it's just amazing, I. So even as this fades out, you know, it does segue into uh, "Lose on the End" because this fades out. That you know, yeah. we hear the first opening, uh, opening drums of uh, Mister Roger Meadows Taylor, and his uh, well, his only second, his second only composition at this point for Queen. Um, that's made an album anyway, certainly. Um, so, Pete, my man, this is one of your favourites, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I think it's more the lyrics that, that Pete, Pete just struggles with, uh, you know, rather than the song I don't think there's anything wrong with the lyrics. <laughs> I, quite, I like them. I like, I like the lyrics lot. as well. I don't have a fucking issue with them. Remember, remember, the, remember the clip Pete left for us where he's like, she's... <laughs> <laughs> she's not. She's not your friend. She's your mother, <laughs> Roger. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I like that. Um, so, uh, I lose on the end. I'll kick things off here. Um, again, as I said at the start, it's obvious that Roger really, really, really engineered these drums. You know, he's been right oh, next to oh, different, different drum sounds. Yeah, he's been ne- next to Mike Stone and Roy, and Roy Thomas Baker saying, "This is what I want," and it's the same for most. Songs that he sings on and and that are really drum heavy in the seventies, they've always got a different drum sound and a different focus on the drums, mm. um, and that's him saying, "This is my song. I'll have it the way I want it." I think that's very much yeah. the case, you know. Well, that was that was the way they worked, wasn't I, it? It was absolutely. like whoever wrote the song had the final say. That's so, that's yeah. Right. Um, so, um, I, I love this. It takes you out. It does take yeah. you out because at, at this point you've you've kind of went. You feel like you've went on a journey, and then it's almost like. Um, you know, Brian's put his guitar down and, and you know, went for a pee and then this guy's walked up onto the stage and done his song. You know, yeah, just... Yeah, like, <laughs> chewing, chewing gum and, and winking at the girls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the roadies got up and uh, did a tune, you know. Mama's got a prop, you know. But, um, great. I, I love this tune. I think it's, I think it's brilliant. It's got attitude. Um, it Roger, sounds man. great. Uh, again, just, just, just the kit sounds brilliant. Sounds brilliant, and and the the the, 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 no, the noise of the door shutting's a bit crap. 
But I obviously being Roger's song, I I can assume all the guitars on this are Roger. You know, apart from the the the, the, the bit yeah. that goes near, 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 and again, very rhythmical because Roger always played his stuff very rhythmical. If he's no rhythmical, he's picking out notes like we said, the arpeggios, Aye, totally. always arpeggiating, totally. or he's just really, really syncopated with his um, with his rhythm playing. And this it's is a an example. Style. Totally, Aye, it's a different style for totally. Brian completely. But uh, oh, I, I just love this tune, and a great, great way to end end uh, side white anyway. So, uh, Paul. Aye, so we've we've gone from a misty castle to back to the street, <laughs> man. Definitely. Fucking side sidewalk him definitely. Uh, yeah, this is. Uh, I I I I can't remember where I saw it. Roger, there's there's a kind of quote from Roger. Um, I think round about the time, kind of saying that this was him just doing his John Bonham kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michigan, uh, Michigan, Michigan here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye, the the toms and all that sound fucking monstrous on this, yeah. you know. Uh, but it doesn't, it, it's not it, not to the detriment of the song. It's still, no, the, stru- the song is still, you know, the, ma- the main thing. Uh, and it, uh, yeah, and, and uh, it does, like you say, David, it does take you out of the, the Baroque and the, you know, the Misty Castles and the White Queens and all that kind of stuff. Um, but somehow it works because Queen are Queen? mad. They're just a mad band, you know, and and this is the shit that you'll get, and it works for some reason. Um, yeah, that's a great song. Uh, <laughs> the, the the closing door. Um, aye, it's a bit daft, you know. It's like you know, aye, we kind of know we don't need the sound of a closing door to know that you know. Uh, that it's not. I, I I don't mind that there be a sound of a closing door in it. It just it's not a very good sound. That's all. Aye. Oh, you, Man, as far as closing doors goes, do you know? Do you know what I think? Uh, do you know what I think the problem was with this, right? Jake, they spent well, a whole afternoon with different doors. Well, I well, my 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 guess on this one is they actually used a door, and that's that's where they failed. Because seeing uh, sound design for movies, they never use the actual things that are meant. F- you know, for example, ah, of course, ah. you know they always use different. So if it's a, sl- the, ah. a door slamming, they would get something else. It sounds actually what you think a door slamming sounds like. like ah, an actual totally. door slamming, and that's yeah, what they went wrong. They probably actually slammed a door, and that's why it sounds crap. That's my guess. Aye. Called foley sound design do- foley. It's the the kind of sound foley, effects yeah. in movies. Aye. So anyway, anything else on on Joe? You want to add in? Ah, it's class. I mean, it's it's, it's just Roger. It's just one hundred percent Roger Taylor, man, yep. to the core. Street anthems, boy, I'm nah. Aye, David, <laughs> you said David, aye. Um, but as well, when I was listening to this, like, I was getting serious. Um, you know, Children of the Revolution. Aye, T-Rex. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, t- oh, yeah, yeah. About T Rex in there, aye. Very, jing, 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 jing. I've never noticed that before. Ah, very, very good, good shout, Joe. Very good shout. 
A similar groove, Absolutely. got a really similar groove to the and that, and that would that would fit in with Roger. That he's always that there's always wee influences, you know, stuff that's going on, you know, Springsteen uh, and, and, and all that. Mark Bolan was, was hot, hot Bolum. as hell at yeah. that time and stuff. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Aye, absolutely, man. Um, I it's class. Uh, the, the drums, I obviously the drums sound amazing, and I do agree with David. Obviously, he's been like, this is my one song on this record, so I want it to sound the way I want it to sound, sort of thing. Um, Van Rogers' voice is just intense. It's, it always is. <laughs> it's yeah. laughably intense, actually. Um, and I'll just say, the, the, see the drums in the outro of the song where he starts doing the really fast snare on the snare and hi hat uh, play between the snare and hat. Man, that's some fast, hasty shit. <laughs> Think for this song, he, he maybe tuned the toms differently. They sound loose, or something. Ah, they do sound a bit loose, possibly. And I think like... the reason that I told that definitely, I think you're right. I and I, uh, I think that there's an there's enough space in this song where he could make the so, the drums more the focal point of the track, yeah, but yeah. everything else in this album's too mm, dense with nah, yeah, musical yeah. and with different Absolutely. instrumentation. But he yeah. obviously had space in this song. He really, you know, let the drums breathe in the mix. But um, but I, the, the drumming's amazing. Do you know what I mean? And again, I've got to say the the bass playing's excellent in this mm. man. If you really, really just hone in on what John's doing, and I, and, and again, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if it is John. I'm wondering if it is Roger again. You know, because I don't Roger... think so, man. I don't, I don't. That sounds like John, man. I don't think, I don't think Roger. I've got a feeling that John played on on everything. Pretty much, I don't get it. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong, but no, I did. Uh, th- uh, I think Roger definitely played bass on later on tracks like Fight for Inside and, and all that. Oh, I did think, he? Uh, I oh, think, really? Uh, he did. Uh, yeah, he played like pretty That's much. That's a bit disappointing. Uh, I didn't so, know that, man. So I. Uh, um, but no, but listen, listen. Like John. It's, it's early days, you know, as you say, Joe. So it could have been the case that like he's a bass player, let him play the bass kind of thing, you know. I don't know, but but the guitars certainly sound like to me that they sound like. Oh, no, Roger, I. I mean, so. Uh, whether he took it the full way and said I'm going to do the bass as well you know I don't know but who knows but uh, but no yeah, I agree with you well it's Roger well it's John it's fucking great you know uh, absolutely aye. Uh, absolutely man 100% aye great tune so that was Side White um, finished and over, over and done with we're going to move on to Side Black but before we do that um, a couple of things I wanted to, to mention so uh, we did uh, we got a donation from Ben so Ben Howland, thank you very much for the donation. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben, mate. Help keep the lights on and all the rest of it. So thank you very much. We also got a, we also got an email from Ian, Ian in Oxford, and Ian was talking about you know um, lots of praise for the podcast, which is which is just really really nice. Um, I think I shared it with you guys um, a, a, maybe a week or so ago. But he was talking about doing a podcast on Queen's lighting rigs. Ah, so, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. so yeah. Um, if that's something that you would like to 
like to hear, um, let us know because we could start doing some research on that and uh, because they are pretty pretty bloody special to be honest, you know. So, um, so aye. So thanks, Ian. Thanks for getting in touch. Thanks for the kind words. And uh, you know, um, you know, Ian was saying he's a big fan of the the pizza oven one. You know, the nineteen seventy eight seventy nine. Um, like yeah, yeah, aye, that's one probably, of my favourite ones. Yeah, aye, my favourite one, I yeah, think. Uh, which is probably the. And then you had the, the one in the Works Tour, which was like the. Works Tour eat, one was pretty cool. It's like aye. Wings, wasn't it? It's like a. Yeah. Like, you know. um, but yeah, yeah. Um, certainly something we could look into. So if, if that's a, if everyone's thinking that's a good idea, let us know. Um, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll take care of that. So thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ian, for getting in touch. And. Um, aye. Um, I was just I was saying this off off air before we came on. Um, or was I saying it in this podcast? I can't remember. Maybe it was off air. Maybe it's the start of the podcast. That's what just a couple of cans of beer can do to you. Um, Lightweight. <laughs> I I listened to all of the Queen albums in order over the last couple of days. So from from Queen right up to Innuendo. Um, I, for no reason. I just. I just started doing it and then one followed the other, followed the other, and then I thought, well, I'll just keep going here. Um enough. And it's, it's strange how perspective is really, you know, for example, if you take an album out of a band's catalogue and listen to it in isolation, you'll have a different relationship to it than listening to it in sequence with all the other albums. Of course. So when you grab yeah, Hot Space, for example, and listen to that on its own, you, you can kind of say, oh, do you know what? It's... It, I can appreciate it for what it is and, and all the rest of it. But it's quite interesting listening to, to them in, in, in order because when I got to Hot Space and I put it on, I actually started getting really annoyed. Um, <laughs> ah, right, it was okay. weird. It was I, weird. I, I, can, I can get that. I was, I was actually, it was almost like I felt like a Queen fan in 1982. You know, like ah, because you've just listened to Save Me is the last song on that, and then you're straight to bump a You're like, what the fuck is this? Man? I, I was listening to, it and I, I was, I was like, I was actually getting like almost 1982 angry about it. You know, it's like <laughs> that's um, the worst kind of anger, mate. 1982 <laughs> anger. anger. <laughs> it was an angry year. It was, it was an, an angry, angry year. year. <laughs> but you know, it was weird, and I was like, what the fuck are they playing at with this shit, man? It was, it was, that was how I felt like it. You know, it was like, and then it went into Dancer, and then back to I'm like, what are they? Doing? I mean, come on, but but like, had I just put Hot Space on, I'd have probably be like, ah, come on, because you're, a bit of a good laugh, a bit of a good laugh, Queen. You know, it's a bit of a joke, Queen, but it's, it's still all right. You know? but I was actually offended by it. You know, it was weird. It was so so weird. Oh, I can totally understand and, uh, that, man. And it's again, it just reminds you of of how Hot Space should. I mean, the sequence it is as a joke on that album, you know. Aye. Well, the, the second, the second the, side aye. is is like the second side is just like a, a diverse Queen album, to be honest. You know, like, diverse eighties Queen album, you know, whatever you want to call it. But even even going beyond that, and then you get into the works, and you get into a kind of magic. It's like and then the miracle. It is. I, I know we know it from a, just thinking about those albums in your head. I know you know where the decline is and where the problems are, but see, listening to it in order, you really, really pinpoint. From the start of their career right through where it's all, where the Not dips, the peaks and troughs are just so stark, really, when you're listening mm. to them all in order. And it's so obvious when you get to Innuendo that they have got right back on track. It's not even like, it's not even like marginal. Ah, they can have, they can have just, they got a wee bit, but they get massively back on track in Innuendo. Not a perfect down by any means, you know, it's got its flaws, absolutely, but it, it's so obvious that they totally, they were a band again on that album, it's weird, it's like, it's, it's like, oh, this is the first time I've heard this since, 
oh, I don't know, the works or something. Uh, not, maybe not, it's on uh, the game, sorry. You know, that Aye. I've heard a band st- still together. You know, it's weird. But um, I encourage you to do it. I mean, you probably did it before in your lives anyway, but um, but I encourage you to just to, and I think it's a common thing for people to do it anyway, but I, I don't know if I've ever done it. I probably have in, in younger years, but I don't know if I've actually listened to every Queen album in, in succession. I, but I've not done. I, I don't think. I think I maybe did it once. You know what I mean? Like yeah. sat in like a marathon like, over a couple of days. And, ah, but I, I've not done it for a very long time. But it's uh, it's recommended because it's really interesting. What what you know? Um, and when you get to it, it, when I got to jazz, for example, it was like I, I actually enjoyed jazz. It was weird. Well, we did the, obviously we did the, the we revisited jazz, obviously, and I did really enjoy it. <laughs> And um, but it was so obvious it was almost like a precursor to the game. It was almost that testing out of the eighties sound a wee bit on jazz. You can hear that. Aye, there's, a lot, there's little bits of it. Yeah, you can you can hear elements of what they were coming the eighties on jazz, and then it, it 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 gets pulled into the right direction on the game, and then it kind mm. of just well all goes patchy after that kind of thing. But you know, but um, really interesting. I, th- I I think jazz was the first time where you really heard what you would, I consider proper pop. You know. Like like a, like pure, like, pure uh, pop, like don't stop me don't now, stop me now like, yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. Whereas like you know they had like you know yeah like killer big, queen big and catchy songs uh, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But they were my they best friend more. and all that. Yeah, but they're a bit more aye, but, layered, layered and kind of aye, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. More, more intelligent pop, if you like, aye. rather rather than stripped down pop. Seeing that even the like bicycle race hasn't fucking stripped down. It's no. insane. No, no, no. And it's and it's and when I I think I said it on the Miracle podcast and and I I don't know if we collectively agreed maybe we did I, I can't remember but um when I got to the Miracle I I, I did I did listen to it I did all the way through start to finish oh, and, <laughs> and I, no what I will say is it almost it reiterated what I what I said at the time I think was Brian May is the only person that comes out of that album well really unscathed because even on the crap songs he's doing his best he actually is genuinely trying to pull yeah. things out the bag his um, guitar so, sound is good don't it so Brian May yeah. as far as I'm concerned can hold his head, head high in that album because the rest are just either either through composition you know Freddie sounds amazing Fred, Freddie always sounds amazing it's just hard to fucking not love Freddie's voice you know so fair enough but compositionally they're all falling flat man um, but Brian's you know Brian's in there and his guitar playing is is even on the shit is really good so fair play Brian but anyway aye, true. Aye, I thought I'd just share that total nonsense with you anyway man so. nah, that's cool man put shit into perspective too much fucking perspective exactly man. Uh. <laughs> anyway let's go back to 1974 then and that was a less angry year than 82 it man. was it was a lot uh, less was. angry aye man well I don't know man this next track's a bit angry man so yeah <laughs> so it's Ogre Battle uh, Side Black so Freddy's Side completely composed by Freddy um, we start off with So you've basically got the main riff reversed um, and played backwards and all that um, along with the drums and then the drums come in proper and then you're right into that that tune. 
Um, I think I said it on the original Queen podcast. My only grievance with this song is it gets a bit too jovial when it goes in. It starts really ferocious to the niggas once upon a time. It's a wee bit. Oh, come on, give me, give me a bit, of, just a wee bit more drive in that, that those verses. But that's nitpicking because the song's great. But anyway, Joe, I'll let you 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 start us off. Um, I, I mean, um, it's called Ogre Battle for a start. I mean, what a cool fucking name for a song, man. <laughs> Absolutely, fucking man. Ogre Battle. <laughs> exactly. That's like uh, fucking Glasgow on a Saturday night, man. This should be the soundtrack. It's like, exactly, oh, battles. Fucking. Bye. I mean, it's it, it it you know it goes to show that when Freddie Mercury writes songs on a piano and you put them onto a guitar, they're heavy metal as fuck. <laughs> like, they're more metal than metal uh, because, like, you know, I think we mentioned. I can't remember if it was in the Queen Two podcast originally, but you know, a lot of like, you know, like. Classical music and stuff like that is a lot of classical music is like you know it's very heavy metal. It's just played on you know what I mean. Oh, like yeah, yeah, a guitar. The dynamics of it's it. Dark, yeah, it's dark, yeah. it's dark, and it's big it's thick and heavy. Yeah. And obviously, Freddie was influenced by that type of stuff in his piano. Transposing that on so, a heavy guitar, yeah, yeah. Aye, so when he, put, he puts that on, he, he basically inv- again. I was just going to say, he invents like thrash metal in a, in a weird in a weird way or, fu- or metal in the future. Um, but the guitar, the fucking guitar tone in this thing, man. Jesus Christ! I mean, it's it's ridiculous, man. Even by the, the, the day standards, it's such a it's such a, a it's such a pleasing riff to play as well. That it's just such a such a you, know, you get a lot of riffs you play. They just your fingers just love certain riffs. That's one of them, you know. So and I love how it's dead syncopated and stuff like that. It's tight, and obviously the toms, Roger. You know, it's, it's it's all locked in at that section. Everybody's playing that riff and playing that rhythm, so it just has this tribal sort of vibe to it. Yeah. Almost like if you're going into battle, you know, you see Aye. these things and you know, get the drummer and the war and stuff like that playing. That's, you know, they used to have the drummer. Yeah, the march into the battle. The march into the battle. So I mean, it just perfectly encapsulates that vibe and stuff like that. And um, uh, the the, the crazy, you know, the crazy middle section that just goes off and you hear like Roger screaming and stuff like that. <laughs> And I've wrote, I've wrote here like it's weird because it's almost like that to me when you're reading the lyrics and this is the part in the song where shit's going absolutely crazy <laughs> people are getting butchered right <laughs> basically the ogres are coming in and fucking everybody up and like ripping their heads off and eating their bodies and stuff like that right and obviously Rogers ah she's doing the scream but it's very cinematic and I was thinking it's probably the only time Queen did that up until the Flash soundtrack where they actually had like a piece of the music in the song that was like a cinematic vibe rather than mm. well here's like you know like an actual thought out part that you know with a hook and stuff like that ah, this yeah, isn't just, like this yeah. it's very much kind of try to paint a picture musically mm-hmm. for what the song's about so I don't think we really touched on that before but the ogres eating people but I thought it was pretty cool <laughs> um, but I, I mean it's, it's just it's just brilliant man you know what I mean and I, I get where you're coming from it's a little bit like that but then you remember Freddie but then you remember Freddie wrote, Freddie wrote it and you're like ah, that's just pure Freddie isn't that picky and it's very much me just just being the daft metal guy that just wants mere metal no but to be <laughs> fair but, but it only makes the bits that come later even more heavy aye aye so yeah. dynamically it's actually really smart but I mean I, I, I get the I get what you're talking about with it totally man and uh, 
Aye, Roger does some fucking great drumming on this on this aye, rec- on this song, mate. Oh, the, I, I, I'm going to see it. This is the best. This was them at their most accomplished in this whole album, man. Like you know, I, it was really, really all about like playing extremely t- uh, t- the highest level of your ability. Um, yeah. And obviously, as Queen went on, not not so much the seventies, because I mean, they're, they're, they were still playing at a very top level. But like you were saying, you know, by the time the eighties creeped in, it was technology came into play, and it was like ah, fuck it, well, you know, rather than really, you know, play that part till you know it's right, we'll just cut and paste shit together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it kind of lost a lot of the. A lot of the drive in the songs and ultimately a lot of the passion was lost you know what i mean due to the the, the, the how easy it became for them to yeah. put shit together in the in the future but eh, bye ogre battle man brilliant man proto thrash metal what can you say it's just everything joe says basically um it's amazing um it's <laughs> it's mental it's it, it has the, mo- the most dense thing on this album definitely um, there's not really, there's not a lot of space or anything. Mm, uh, obviously, the, the bit it opens out, like Joe mentioned, the cinematic bit. Obviously, it does there a little bit, but it's what's that? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, it's pretty busy. Aye. It's busy. It's just so tight. Um, yeah. and just beautifully played, and aye, it's amazing. What can I say? As and then it ends with a big gong, doesn't it? Another weird noise. What is that? A harpsichord? Aye, it's definitely a harpsichord. That is. Aye. aye. Uh, He's a fairy fella. Now this is quite interesting. That's quite interesting because on uh, Twitter there's been a few people putting up uh, covers of this song, and mm, um, that cover you put up was excellent. Aye, the Fae, I think they were called. Was it um, the Fae? I think they were called. Something like that. Uh, yeah, there was, there was uh, a guy. They've all got their baroque wigs on and stuff. They're fucking excellent, excellent cover. Man. It was a, it was a shit hot cover. There was another really, really cool cover as well. It's a string quartet doing, doing this. Oh, really? And oh, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, I've not heard that, man. I need to hear that. See, see the Fae version is brilliant because it's just, it's just like a really energetic version of the, the original. This one because it's a string quartet and because the strings are doing the vocal melody as well. Yeah. To me, it just absolutely nails the mel- the, the melody in the, the song. You're just like wow. It just brings the whole melody, the whole, the whole thing.
but beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And um, but go and check it out. I, the thing is, um, I, it's it's actually listed. It's not listed as a, a particular string quartet or anything. It was put up by I think it's a I think it's a Japanese person that's put it up. Um, but I don't know. You know, I think it maybe mentions the musicians on it. So forgive me if the musicians are mentioned, but it's an exceptional uh, version of it. Um, and I'll, I'll put it in the notes for the the podcast. So if you go and look at the notes, I'll I'll, I'll try and remember and mention that in the in the notes and put the link to that that video because it's it's outstanding and the fee one as well because they're, they're just they're just brilliant. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of covers all the time. You know, I know we've did our covers Queen covers podcast and um, before, um, but. It's just great to hear someone that gets it. You know, you listen and to they, your, they, they totally, it. They the guy totally sings it. it well. Aye, they, they understand the it. Even they're like they're fist bumping the air and all that. It's certain bits of that. It's like they're, yeah. they're totally getting into the spirit of the song. It's not like just some poor face. Let's do a musical version of this song. It's like it's like the, the embracing the, the fun, the campness, embracing at one hundred percent, embracing the whole vibe of the song. You know. But anyway, the fairy fellas master stroke, Paul. Um, obviously based on a painting by Richard Dad, um, who he killed he killed his father because he thought his father was a devil. Oh really? And, uh, he went to man. Bethlehem Hospital. Um, oh, the Bedlam. Spent, yeah, yeah, spent the rest of his days there, um, and he painted the fairy fellers masterstroke. Well, and uh, excellent mask, Bedlam. cool story, man. Uh, oh, and uh, it's unfinished because there's a little bit right in the middle where there's it's like a little white dot, um, and I think there's somebody, it's someone's face, but it, the body hasn't been painted in. Ah, because uh, Freddie was meant to get painted in it. That's what it was, man. Freddie, aye, he, he was he was going to paint a little moustache on it. Um, yeah, so uh, and I've a very famous painting. Uh, you know, when people talk about madness and all that, because basically it's it's a mental painting. You know, to look at, um, exceptional. It's it's beautiful actually. It's exceptional, but it is you know an example of someone who is you know mentally uh, ill. Mentally yeah. ill. You know, uh, the, the the amount of uh, you know what, what's the, the contents of their head kind of thing, um, and Freddie interprets the painting amazingly this song is mental it's just eccentric absolutely off it's not brilliant it's aye what can you say Uh, harpsichord and everything in it you know just uh, um, I I read somewhere that um, (laughs) Freddie had a he absolutely hated electric pianos Right. And, and obviously they didn't have synthes, you know, they, they didn't do synthesizers. Aye, synthesizers, yeah, yeah. Aye, uh, and, uh, <laughs> but, but he, you know, he, he would quite happily have things like harpsichords. He didn't, I don't, don't even think he liked Mellotrons either. Um, so he used so, that yeah. a lot in the early 70s. Uh, yeah, so, so you could have stuck a Mellotron on this, it would probably have sounded okay. But uh, no, it's an actual harpsichord. Nah, uh, it sounds uh, class. Yeah, and uh, and that just adds to the madness. It's like no, this needs a <laughs> fucking harpsichord, you know. I absolutely um, man. And I just know the, the little bits, you know, just to be flourishes. Not just, it's just mental. Aye, uh, aye. I mean, fairy fair. Aye, this is that I've just wrote here, man. This is Freddie Mercury times a billion do you yeah, know what right, I mean totally. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of, do you know what see what you think about it uh, sorry sorry I interrupt Joe but just as it occurs to me because you're saying it's Freddie Mercury times a billion it just pops into my head it's it's like 
it's like the Baroque don't stop me now. It's like, you know what I mean? In many ways, it's like, kind of like, it's pure Freddy. You know, it's don't stop me now, it's pure Freddy as well, you know, it's like. This was him when he was still in the closet and not really sure about, you know, he was Uh, a bit unsure of himself, but uh, so he was writing from a a fantasy perspective. Uh, But but I I totally get where you're coming from, aye. One thing thing that I will mention, man, again, before you say it, man, John's playing in this, man. Ah, it's yeah, ridiculous. I picked up that, this, this particular yeah. tune, aye. It's I mean, fucking, the whole album, aye, but fucking, the, 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 the bass, the, 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 the guy is like, why isn't this guy, like, you know, held up the way, yeah. you know what I mean? And the fact that, you know, he wrote some of the biggest hits for the band, do you know what I mean? Well, I know, um, I, I know um, uh, Peter Hintz, who we mentioned obviously at the start, of the thing, he, he said that, you know, he, he he basically said the same thing, this guy should have got, got more credit than he, than he got. It was overshadowed because um, of everybody else that absolutely. was in Queen. But he said, but he made the point that in the industry he was he was exceptionally well respected as a oh, bass player. Really? So, oh, so, he, so, so he should have so been. So his peers, I think he, he was he was definitely uh, recognised. Player, a player's player, to, uh, to a proper uh, musician, uh, a player's uh, player, uh, exactly. Uh, uh, to, a, to a proper somebody that's really listening out for the chops. Yeah, we know right away this guy's insane. Do you know what I mean? So John, uh, amazing man. Um, Hi, you know it's got the baroque vibes and all that. It, it's just got a lot of energy, do you know what I mean? And it's 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 the beginning of the pastiche songs, definitely. Aye, the yeah. Freddy pastiches, yeah, yeah. Um, like you know, I can picture people with the powdered wigs and all that, you know, all that kind of shit. You know, I'm shoot him now, sir, now, sir, now, sir, Hodgkins, exactly all that. that. <laughs> Aye, like this would be the soundtrack to that part. They should have used that in Highlander actually when, when that when that part was happening. Exactly. That would have been fucking totally. brilliant. Hi, when he's getting stabbed repeatedly. Shoot him to the back of the head. No, sorry, no, sorry. Ding, 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 ding. He's it. That would have been a fucking missed opportunity right there, man. But again, the the uh, the, the transition between this and a Nevermore's beautiful, man. Yeah. yeah that's just because it completely contrasting vibes. You know what I mean? Because Nevermore's. That's the thing that you know. I've seen that the the Brian songs all have that common thread, and Freddie's yeah. songs all have that common thread. Obviously, you know, goes on the end doesn't because it's Aye. just Roger standalone track and stuff like that. But so again, like Ogre Battle, Fairy Fella, Master Stroke, and and Nevermore are, are, are all almost like the same, like the same song, but they've all just got different parts. If you like, I don't know. Yeah. That's that's kind of how I see it. Aye. Like a little sweet, like you were saying, like Brian's sweet. Aye. This is yeah. Freddie's. Um, but I, I mean. Aye, very fair, man. It's class. It's aye. fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> aye, and, and Nevermore. I mean, you know, if we, if we just c- carry on, then, yeah. um, you know, I, even the, even the, the 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 lyrics to this, you know, there's no loving in my life anymore. Seas have gone dry and the rain stopped falling. You know, it's and I, I, it was such a great. That's the thing, man. His lyrics were amazing yeah, in this album. Yeah. I mean, that's and the thing. When, when you think about lyrics like that, sorry, Joe. Um, you think of you know, seas have gone dry, rain stops falling. Um, and then you think of like you know, while the sun hangs in the sky and the desert has sand, while the waves crash in the sea, it's, it's very it's, 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 so it's it's back to again. It's just I mean, office. I made the point about five minutes ago or whatever. But when you get to innuendo, you realise it was that capturing again of what they had, what they had, yeah, you know, what they what, the, what they'd lost almost, you know, and they, yeah. they kind of regrouped and for whatever reason, whether it's contrived yeah. or whether it was just natural, you know, they they got it back, you know. I think I think possibly just. You know, my own opinion on that was, you know, they, they knew it was the last, the last thing, mm-hmm. so they thought we're not going to, we're not going to try and write anything that for anybody else. Not that I'm saying they ever did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but money was out. You know, you know, uh, you're you're facing death. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? It only really comes down to the art after, yeah, at that absolutely. point. And Freddie 
this was this was Freddie. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And obviously, I know Roger wrote innuendo. So well, well, I, really... well the, the, you know, the recent things we've been reading is Freddie had a, a, a large involvement in the, the innuendo song as well. So you know, somebody like well, it might, makes it, it makes his, sense. You know, so, yeah, yeah. It's got to a hard man because yeah. it's it's got Freddie. It's got the the, the weirdness of Freddie. Uh, all the different I think the religious and stuff. stuff and all that. Um, sorry, I know we're <laughs> jumping away ahead to the innuendo here now, but I think the you know religion and all that. I could see that's very uh, probably a very Roger thing. You know, um, that. Yeah. Uh, you know the questioning yeah. of religion and all that, but but the, and, and but, but some of the lyrics, but even like the you know the you know the kind of Led Zeppelin esque lyrics and all that and this kind of stuff, you know, I think that's that's definitely Freddie's kind of kind of influence on that. But anyway, sorry, just anyway, oh, man, I don't you know, but I don't really have it much. I mean, uh, as beautiful a song as Nevermore is, I don't really have that much to say about it because it's just it's a beautiful vocal performance, gorgeous man, and you know the the the. Piano's again very rhythmical. It's yeah. very Freddy. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's not very softly played, yeah. which you would you would think it would be because it's quite a. But but again, it doesn't detract. It doesn't detract from how fucking beautiful I think the song is. Do you know what I mean? Again, listening to Teo Toriati recently, and obviously Brian plays the piano on on that, and it's so soft. And and I, and I was listening, I'm thinking if Freddie played that, that would have been just overdone. And I mean, like, you know, the start of Teo just be, but you wouldn't have known it any different. Obviously, if Freddie had done it that way, you just you just accept it for what it is. But at no point, but at the same time, at no point have I ever thought Freddie's hammering that too much on the piano. It's everything he's done's always suited it. You know, it's like no, and it's weird. It's, it's a kind of weird thing in it. It's kind of bizarre. You know, but uh, but uh, you're no, right, you're I, right, 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 You know, it's it's just stunning. It's beautiful in it. What what was it? One minute nineteen or something like that. Just absolutely stunning. Um, why why didn't they do it live? Yeah, because it's short enough. You think they would have done? Yeah, I, I, I even Freddie just sitting down the, the piano. The minute they're doing their medleys, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. a minute nineteen. That's you could yeah. throw the whole thing into a medley. You know, it's just it's thing. just it's one of those things yeah. that's like see, it's one of those what ifs. Obviously, Freddie survived, and you know, let let's say we had a tour in like two thousand, early two thousands or something. I bet you shit like this would have been getting. Put out. Oh, if they were still touring, aye. it would be going back to yeah. like Nevermore and things like that. I think because 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 at that point people want to hear music again, you know, mm. and and I can have really can have detailed fashion, you know. It was that was all cracking kind of back in the early two thousands, you know. People people were fed up with the simplification of music. I think at that point they yeah. wanted to hear all the kind of. That's why Rush Rush had a, a resurgence again and th- things like that, yeah. you know. And, and so mm. uh, you know, when it surprised me, if Queen had went back and really hit out with those kind of. Those kind of really, really massive songs, you know, and kind of um, Marks of the Black Queen the, and all I mean, that, and you know, because I mean they had the catalogue to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there yeah. was there was loads of shit Queen yeah. didn't play live, man. Loads of shit, especially for this period. Absolutely, like that for like the first yeah, like, four, and it, the first four or five albums, aye. man. Yeah, and it, and it's one of these lovely wee things like um uh what else uh, dear, dear friends or Lily in the aye. Valley, yeah, very yeah, short beautiful. but aye. just absolutely stunningly beautiful little. Vignettes, little pieces of music, you know. Just yeah, beautiful, Lily Valley's beautiful. fucking brilliant, man. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah, um, yeah, great. 
So it does segue quite nicely into March of the Black Queen. Mm. This is this is in many ways. I mean, Joe mentioned you know at, at the start of the podcast about you know uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and all that. This is this is kind of almost like the test, you know, the test yeah. for Bohemian Rhapsody in many ways. Um, you know, almost like um, can I really do this? I, th- I think this is kind of, and I think Freddie would. I, the thing is, I don't think can I do this is in Freddie's vocabulary. It's like, I'm going to do this, <laughs> and this is what I he's. I think this is just another song that absolutely. he did in that vein. Eh? And he's just and he's thought of all the bits and he knows it's bonkers, but he doesn't care, you know. And and and, and that's why you get Behemoth Rhapsody. That's why you get March of the Black Queen. And that's he's a genius because it was and he and he didn't have inhibitions. If I if I you know if if any of us had, had started writing a song and it got anywhere close to being this kind of wacky we would have reined ourselves in because it's not in our personality it wouldn't be in our, it wouldn't be honest for us to, to write a song like this it, it just wouldn't it would be forced whereas with yeah, Freddie this is absolutely yeah. this is completely 100% true you know you talked about Fairy Feller Feller's Master Stroke being you know Freddie times a billion this is this is again yeah. another example of that you know it's just um, it's his personality ah, it's, it's just his, his personality and uh um, ah, just an incredible piece of work, and 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 it's weird that you know you, you sometimes you think this is a heavy song, and it's really not. Sometimes you think March of the Black Queen because you think March, you think Black Queen, or you think it's it's not it's not a particularly heavy song. It's actually got heavy bits in it, absolutely. You know, um, especially when it's into the towards the end of the song, but um, or the middle section, but it's 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 a very just a very dynamic uh, piece of music. It's it's got everything in it. And this is to me. It's like if you, you know, if you could say sum up Queen, you know, uh, uh, you know, sum up the Queen that you love in one song. Yes, Bohemian Rhapsody. Listen, it, it could probably be there, but it's overplayed. You know, we might be a bit too familiar with it. But this would be another example. You could say this is this is what Queen really were, because it's got everything. Out. It's got the heaviness in there. It's got the it's got the melody. It's got the the, the different parts. The, the, you know, they're the flexing their muscles, their musical muscles through this whole song um, and, and from an agent point of view from a performance point of view and it's just it's just daft as fuck and, nah, and totally it's totally <laughs> in the best possible nah, way man nah, it really is yeah. but okay I'll let, it, I'll let you know pause your work and it's it's another one that kind of starts kind of light and airy Aye. and then it's and it just you know it comes down and it's here comes the black queen you know it's <laughs> just dark. fucking the uh, dynamics are amazing man and it, and, it, and it is a proto bow rap definitely and uh, I think it was record it was actually recorded in sections and bolted together and all that the same way kind of thing I'm looking at the the kind of listing for it. Um, apparently, Roy Thomas play, Baker played castanets on this. Oh, is it that? But I know the bit. Actually, the uh, bit. Uh, I didn't realise uh, it was. Uh, and uh, Brian May played tubular bells as well. 
Oh, the back then, la 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 la. And it's like, ah, that's cool, man. Cool. Yeah, mental. You know, yeah, like everything you said. It's Freddie just is exuberant, mental, eccentric, best. Yeah, and and nothing, nothing. Nothing would hold this guy back, yeah. Um, the sky was a limit, definitely. Uh, amazing stuff, amazing. Got you agree, man, 100%. Yeah. Aye. I, I, I pretty much just be echoing everything you said, man. I mean, vocal learning as well, you know, talking about Bohemian Rhapsody and stuff like that, you know, all the vocal learning, this is very similar, you know. Maybe not to the absolute extreme yeah, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody, but the, the approach is similar, Absolutely. you know, with all the multiple vocal layering and stuff like that. Um, another thing as well, man, and I don't know if you guys can maybe clarify it right, but Freddie's, like, at this point, man, like, see the rhythmical singing? I mean, it was so fast in his delivery. That was rare, man, at this in rock music at this point to sing this this quick. He obviously, you know, next album he did Stone Cold Crazy, which is fucking aye. rapping. Sleeping basically, because the very the rubber double baby, you know, yeah, all that. Yeah, which is is regrettable, right enough. He probably shouldn't have, but but that whole section, that whole section, is is it's really really. Syncopated rapid the, fire, aye, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. fast, it's rapid, aye, rapid fire, aye. Aye, the, the vocal rhythmic, you know, he was the fast singing aye. and tight syncopated vocal performance. Um, you know, the I love the solo because if you listen to solo, it, it pans for left to right as well, which I thought was really, really smart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, all this really forward thinking. You know, it wasn't just like let's record this song. You know, yeah. you know, it, uh, there was multiple multiple ways of doing it, you know what I mean? They, they didn't just pan everything up in the middle, you know, they, they thought this will go from one ear to the other, you know, it's really smart shit, absolutely, it's really intelligent. And even that whole that whole bit where it goes, can I mean with the, the the tubular bells and all that, nah, and it's getting really, it's, it's almost like kick offness, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it stops. Brilliant, man! Beautiful, and that bit's gorgeous, man. No, that bit, that, you know, it's like you know, the, the, the never to deliver it at speed of light. Aye, <laughs> aye. I, I, I mean, it stops in a dime, and like most people, if you know, doing that, you'd be like, that doesn't make any sense. Aye. You know what I mean? But these aren't so much songs as like sweets. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. They, you know, well, I was the same, it, it, you're talking about classical music, and I think that's very much what it's this is. Sweet. You know, it's, it's very much similar, to, somewhat structured to classical music. Absolutely. Aye, dynamically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like it's like classical music made rock. Aye. You know, uh, uh, and and it's purest form. Do you know what I mean? You know, but that, you know, it's not. Aye. It's, you know, it's, <clears throat> but I mean, it's, it's advanced shit. I mean. I mean, I mean, I can only imagine how. I mean, my album is 
make me want to throw myself off a fucking bridge into a fucking lake of fire with how you know annoying it is to really do an album but my shit is nowhere near as complicated as this so I can only imagine how frustrating it must have been uh, to try and <laughs> to, to, to keep, you know to, to keep to keep to, I, but yeah, to yeah. actually keep on track with everything uh, and, and remember all those parts yeah, yeah. and how they're going to without, be planned without tonight. Pro Tools and you know your tape using ah, tapes exactly. and all that. Yeah, as well. uh, to tape and uh, stuff yeah, like that, man. So yeah. you better get that shit right, or you know, it's, yeah, it's fucked basically. Um, but I, I mean, I've, I've went on about it. Marcy Black Queen, man, I absolutely love this track, man. Uh, it is huge. And it's crazy. So this is 1974, March of the Black Queen. Just three years later, Freddie's gone, get down, make love. <laughs> you know, it's just it's, it's three years, know, yeah. three years later. It's three like get down, yeah. make love. You know, it's like I, 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 his personality was totally different at that point. Just, he can he yeah. can write out. You uh, know I, I mean? just love it. Just it, that's why the, the best. That's why I love the best. I think as well that I think as well just touching on what you were saying there about these songs a lot of these songs are dense and and, and covered in metaphor, you know what I mean? They're all metaphorical, you know what I mean? He's talk basically talking about yourself probably in a lot of these songs, but he's choosing to do it in a in a kind of like a fairy fairy tale sort of way yeah. or whatever. And obviously we know at this time he probably hadn't really spoke to Mary Austin about being gay or bisexual I think he said at the time she says no Freddie you're actually gay mm-hmm. and he was like so it's mad because you, you, you know after that there's Freddie before that where everything's very dense and and it's almost like he was like a ball of energy and then you know writing about all this really dense like intellectual stuff and then when he basically broke free sexuality shit just went and I don't mean that negatively no, no, by any no, stretch but, of the imagination yeah. but but he can it's reflective in his aye. music as well aye. it's a lot yeah. more rock it's it a lot more, more rock and roll it was more vibey after yeah. that yeah yeah rather than, rather it's a lot than, more rock and roll yeah, and, and, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. know all that type of shit whereas this is quite could be considered quite geeky yeah, yeah, I totally, aye, aye very bookish. But I love it. Even though, I said, love it. even though he said reading books is a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Aye, Freddy, I just want to love a guy even more, man. <laughs> guy rules. I, I, I don't read books. I mean, I think that's a waste of time. It's like, fair play, yeah. Freddy. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, the guy, the guy's you a could tell, musical genius. Actually, you could tell later on that he didn't read books with some of the lyrics he wrote right <laughs> <laughs> you know, aye, um, aye. I think you probably read books. He, yeah, I think you probably definitely read Tolkien anyway. It's like Ogre Battle and all this kind of stuff. Like, yeah. um, aye, so, uh, was it sixteen tracks that they would have been using at this point? Probably, I even about there. I'm not. I'm like twenty. I don't need twenty not more. Sure. Then, did I'm not sure, Paul. I'll they, be honest. They must have been bouncing down and aye. Well, they, they didn't even mu- do that in how, opera, right enough. You know, and, aye. You know how much and, aye. And, and it, because when you bounce down, absolutely, they must have been wearing uh, out tape uh, on this. Uh, you would have thought so because obviously when you bounce uh, down, that's it. You, you, that's it. It's gone. As soon as you combine yeah. all the tracks and bounce it down to one track, that's it. They're gone. It, it, yeah. It's sitting as you can't as, fix anything. You can't you're, fix you're, it. you're buggered. You know. You're, you know. Um, yeah. But um, with it, that's it. But um, March imagine that just shitting yourself that I you're going Get it wrong. But, uh, there oh. must have been many times with many bands and at those periods of times like should we do it? Thing. Should we do it? Should we do it? I we need to yeah. because we need these extra oh, tracks. I better make sure this decision's right. Aye, then. right, okay, mm. right, right. You know what I mean? Whereas a computer's just like, ah, it's fine, we'll just put it in a folder and we'll we'll get it later, you know. <laughs> it's just you know, aye. so it's it's so yeah. I think that struggle for your art, you know, uh, aye, I'm not gonna that, be I'm not I'm not gonna get gone. I'm not gonna get down to that whole like oh music these days is vapid not because that's pish. No, no, but, no, but um no. but the it is. but it is. Anyway, moving on. So we segue straight into Funny How Love is. Now this is 
yeah, my my main bugbear about this album. Now I've talked about it before, and even listened to it recently. It still can as. Um, it's not really changed. I think this still is a very standout track. Do you know what it is? Do you know, I came to the conclusion actually about, about it. See, musically, I actually quite like it. Musically, it's just lyrically right. and then the funny how like, I just wish it wasn't called that, and I wish the likes were something else like a fucking elf or something, or you know, what I mean, something like <laughs> mystical or something. You know, see if all the likes were still in that vein, aye. I'd be like, aye, this well, is a couple it. of mystery castles in it. Aye, exactly, something like just fantasy aye. and just you know, I, I think I'd like the song a lot more. And it's so obvious after we obviously did the I can hear music and going back. Aye, that's what I Spectre. Try to replicate aye. that again on this 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 fake Phil Spectre pish. But um, I, it's no terrible. I, I mean, I don't listen to it and go, oh, that's that's the album ruined. Or I don't I don't get me wrong. But I do feel, you know, Paul, you mentioned about Seven Seas Arrive taking you out of it. Um, mm. This takes this, me out of it. It segues yeah. brilliant into it. I mean, it's it's perfectly, you know, from Marks of the Black Queen, it segues beautifully into it. Um, I just, like I say, I just wish the lyrics were something else. And I think I could probably hang with it. And I think the way Freddie sings it, he sings it very much like the I Can Hear Music. He's he's, he's manipulating his voice to sing aye, it like that. Feminine. Aye, aye very feminine. That, you know, funny. He's, he's put his voice away in that, that kind of... But for some reason, it doesn't yeah. work as well for me as it does yeah. on I Can and Hear it, Music, you know? Uh, it's that Robin Jeffrey Cable that produced he's, this. He's co-producing it with Roy Thomas Baker. Aye, absolutely. Yeah. So, 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 oh really? Was he? So, uh, so he did yeah. the, the the I can hear music. Yeah, yeah. With the band. Oh really? Aye. So he did this song yeah. as well then. Well, he oh, co-produced the album with, 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 with Roy yeah. Thomas Baker. Aye, but uh, so for me, it, it's not a bad song. It's it's just it it it's. It's like the black sheep on it. Uh, definitely, definitely aye. aye. I think I f- think for me it is. And to be honest, Seven Seas Arrive will come to that, and I think probably it, do, it doesn't end the way Queen Two stuff went. Fuck it, bang! That, that was Queen Two, and it doesn't. It ends with that kind of. Oh, I know I'm jumping ahead here, sorry lads, but it ends with that. You know, Seven Seas Arrive. Now I do like to be beside the seas. What the fuck's that got to do Aye, with that, this whole that, thing? That, that, that's stupid. That yeah. bit is stupid. Uh, but anyway, let, let's rewind a wee bit. I went, I went a wee bit. Rogue there, sorry lads, but um, uh, funny how love is, and and I, I'm not saying any of that to, to to try and influence you guys. If you love a song, cool man. It's just, it's just I don't, I don't mind that at all. I I, I don't I, I don't see I, it. Does they take me out the album? Um, it's just a it's just another example. Of Queen being eccentric and just throwing things in, and I, the same way that uh, Loser in the End does they take me really certainly take me out. Yeah, it's yeah. just. It's there and I, I like it. It's just whether so, you like the song or not. Yeah, it? probably. Yeah. So, but I, it is. Um, uh, I. It's just I can hear music part two, just with different lyrics. You know, it's the it's the same backing track basically. Probably used the, didn't even re-record it. They just used that. <laughs> just wiped the lyrics and. Uh, aye, it's I. It's what it is kind of thing. Aye. Um, it's not the best it's, it's probably the weakest track on the album but it, it doesn't bother me no
I'm exactly the same. I'm not going to go on about it for ages or anything like that because I don't really... I feel the same way about it as you two guys. I don't mind the song. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's a bit... a bit vapid next to everything else you've just heard. Do you know what I mean? Um, but like Paul said, I still agree with Paul and I respect, I suppose, that it is Queen in it, so you've got to expect it to be kind of mad. I think if you've kind of project... Yeah, project your own what you would feel on it isn't what it yeah, is yeah. so you might as well Absolutely. just <laughs> just accept it for me but I do agree I think, I think if you'd th- have kept this out and then put Seven Seas a right end that I think it would be, it would be it wouldn't be it's not that flawed I don't think Queen 2 is flawed I just think I just don't think this song no, really listen, fits that well he, Aye, uh, these are these are my words. Listen, lads, I'm I'm not genuinely. No, I agree with you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't just agree with you for the sake. Of it. I no, but in terms of like, you know, you're saying flawed and all that. You know, I'm just about the album and all that. I'm, I, it's, it, but I think every masterpiece to a degree is flawed. <laughs> you know, there's very few albums that are perfect. You know, um, um, artwork by Carcasses. Well, that's true, man. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's very true. Seven Sun. That's Seven true. Sun. Ten bangers. Aye, true. Aye, all right. There's a couple. There's, There's a, a couple. Um, but the thing is, with um, with this song, I suppose they, they what I could another way of looking at it is, it's like I guess it's a bit of a palate cleanser. I suppose you've had all this grandiose stuff and kind of over the top stuff. And then here's a nice kind of wee yep. kind of love song. It's simple and mm. you know. So in many ways, that that could be what was you know the reason for it existing. Basically, mm. just to do well, listen. We've we've hit the listener with a lot. I really. Wacky Dance shit music. here, you know, and dance music. Uh, let's 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 can I just give them something simple here? Um, but no, I don't I don't hate it. I I don't hate it at all. I just I just wish it was about like wizards or elves or something. Aye, man. <laughs> Some sort of like uh, orc bat, fucking Aye. orc wizard showdown with, you know what I mean? Aye, some, exactly. some swords, some swords and, and goblets and shit like that. Aye, exactly. Yeah, that'd be cool. Swords and goblets, that should be what it's called. Swords and goblets, mate. That's <laughs> um, Then we go to the closer. So we had a wee, obviously, a wee sneak preview of this song on uh, the first album. In a much, much uh, slower um, tempo um, with the piano, and it's, it's sped up on this a lot. And then we go into Seven Seas of Ryan. This was quite, quite interesting when Brian was talking about this recently. Um, I think it was in the Days of Our Lives documentary when... Um, he said he actually put a lot into this song in terms of like comp- like compositionally, but Freddie like claimed it and and he was a little bit like oh all right then. Um, mm-hmm. So um, he says well I wrote the lyrics I wrote the melody so it's my song and kind of thing and, and Brian just conceded to it. Um, so according to Brian this could be more of a May Mercury kind of composition rather than just a Mercury one. But um, that's something that doesn't really happen that often really now when you put it like that does it? I mean Brian and Brian and. Cla- uh, collaborate really. Uh, nah, oh, really? Is, that, no. is this world recreated? That's oh, 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 that worked well, didn't it? Ah. Fuck's sake. Oh, maybe it's a good thing that they didn't, <laughs> man. Anyway, um, seven seas are I. Um, who wants to jump in? I'll jump in quickly then because I don't really have that much to say about it. Um, this to me is clearly, you know, there's there's nothing crazy really about this song. This is a straight rock song. And for that, it stands out hmm. like, like a bit like a sore thumb. But, yeah. but I don't mean that in a negative way because I don't, I don't yeah. mind Seven Seas R.I. I really don't. I don't have a problem with it. 
it's not long enough to, to it doesn't overstay its welcome do you know what I mean it's really short I mean it must be under like three minutes surely it's not, not uh, a long song two, two minutes 48 I think aye. is it that short aye, yeah. it's a short song it's not really that much to it uh, there's not really but I mean that piano intro is fucking iconic man it's a great riff on the piano do you know what I mean and um, there's, there's stuff I like about this tune, you know. The you know, I think the solo is excellent in it, man. Uh, ah, it's class, and his tone's slightly different as well. It's got, I don't know if he's maybe playing it through the DK amp or something, or it's just his tone sounds a bit more abrasive on well, it. I, I do have the individual tracks for this. Um, can fire some of them in We can fire, we can, we can, we can have a wee listen, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll carry the conversation on. But yeah, sorry, Joe. I mean, I. I don't, I think, you know, if we're talking about what would have made, you know, what I would prefer, I would have took Funny How Love Is and just had the end on Seven Seas Arrive. Right. You know, because okay. we, we need to end on something, do you know what I mean? And, and ending it on uh, the song uh, Black Queen would have, been, would have been the right song to end the album on, I don't think, although it's an amazing song. But, uh, so I, I, that would be, that's what I would have done. Uh, but I wouldn't, I, I don't want to put a boo into fucking Funny How Love Is because I don't think it's that bad. Do you know what I mean? There no, isn't it? Isn't it? There you go. Aye, it's, rain must fall. It's all right, isn't it? It's uh, Seven Seas and I, Queen's first hit single. Um, there's a there, there's a wee story. I, I don't know if you guys know this. I I, I only found this out today. Apparently, um, on the twenty first of February, nineteen seventy four, um, Queen played. Uh, well, did they play? They they appeared on top of the pops. Um, aye, apparently playing this, aye. Aye, and the only reason they were on it was because David Bowie had pulled out. That's right. Yeah, that's right, I, yeah, I honestly yeah, didn't aye. know that. So I was thinking, that's, that's very... Uh, Do you know what I thought, it's, it's one of these wee things, yeah, isn't it? Because you. Queen pulled out uh, uh, being in that programme, that Bill Grundy programme and the Sex aye. Pistols <laughs> took over, aye. yeah. Uh, and, you know, rock history yeah, was made, kind of thing. Aye. Yeah. Aye. So, you know, it's funny how these wee things, you know. Aye, we, uh, 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 if you believe in fate, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, well. Shit gets moved out of the way to make room. So, t- you know, how, however many people watch Top of the Pops, probably something like ridiculous, like 10 million people saw Queen that night, you know, on, on the telly. So. Aye, exactly, aye. Aye, so aye, aye. It's, it's, it's alright, innit? What, what did they get to? Uh, 12, I think. 12? On the charts, I I think it, I think it, it was just shy of the top ten. I think, aye. Uh, number ten, it got to. No, it got to top yeah. ten. Then. It's pretty uh, good. That's pretty good. Top for ten a, for, a, uh, for a kind of weird maybe. rock song. It's pretty good. Yeah, aye. You know, troubadours and privy councillors and all that. You know, senators. Does it not mention a senator uh, in it as well? Pretty, again, eccentric, a bit mad. Aye, senators. Aye, politicians, senators. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're thinking of centaurs like the Hoffman. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, that's what Funny House love should have been about centaurs or something. <laughs> Aye, man, totally, man. Half man, half horse. Half man, half horse. Half man, half horse. Half man, half horse. I it sounds like a cartoon, like fucking in the 80s, about a cunt is a home. <laughs> it's like a cartoon network cartoon or something. Aye. Half man, half horse. Half man, half horse. Except it's the wrong way around. It's a horse's head and a guy's legs. 
Aye, baby, aye. Half horse, half man. Who gives a fuck? It's half so a he, fucking horse, half a guy. He doesn't get the big horse Bobby and all that. Aye. aye. Kind of misses out in that bit. That's unfortunate. Big <laughs> I, I have the uh, individual tracks for Seven Seas of Rye. So, would you like to hear them, gents? No. Hear them shits. No, Paul, well, you can leave the, the oh, chat okay. then. And... Anyway, so, uh, is there anything in particular you'd like to hear first, lads? Drums, mm. let's get, are we listening to the drums then? Okay, let's... Even that, that, just that fucking, that, that, yeah. back beat, pssst. That's the Ah! <laughs> totally <right. laughs> Come with the land and the ice and snow. <laughs> Drop a wee up piano in there. It's a fucking pump out, Chas Davis, what man? <laughs> oh, what a wish I gave you in a hole, when I ate you in a knees, and then you want to see now. Bass in there. And he's just we're off a cliff. Oh. There's a weird noise, a weird tone, and like a like a buzzing noise, like a aye. You hear that? Mm-hmm. That's on the original take. It's like aye. a, it's like a, 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 it sounds like an electronic so noise. So he's like a harmonic kind of thing. Aye, an interference. Yeah. That's like that's weird, aye. Drop a bag of Brian's guitar in. To the start, we better. It's just John and Brian now. Quite a fuzzy guitar tone. Quite fuzzy, aye. Weird guitar stuff going on there. Aye. You don't really notice in the song. It was a genius man. Listen to the, the cool guitar. Hand. That's maybe why Brian's saying, "Listen, come on, mate." Hi, hi. Get the work up put in. A bit's class. That bit in the original the mix is quite quiet because it sounds really Aye. heavy there. Ah, it does. Ah. Nice one, mate. Hit that note there. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> Don't know 
drop, will we drop Roger from right in the bad of this? I like the songs better when we drop them, when we... That's an individual track, so we, we enjoy them more. <laughs> With a smile, I'll take you to the seven seas of rye. Yeah. It's a live version. Some kind of magic. But a live magic. Shit. Fear me, you lords and lady preachers. I descend upon your earth from the skies. So two voices also together. You know. souls, you unbelievers. Yeah. Bring before me what is mine. The seven seas arrive. It's still got an attack, can it? Can it's you just... hear me, you peers and freebie counsellors? I stand before you naked to the eyes. I will destroy any man who dares abuse my trust. I swear that you destroy be any man. That's very Beatles, isn't it? The bass run there was excellent. You hear the bass run there? I like your tune, my tune's cool. Oh, there you go, I kill. I can still hear that crazy noise, man. Ah, that's a kind of. It's like a harmonic thing. Harmonic interference, it's weird. It's weird that they just put that on with it. You know, you don't know it's in the mix. But it's, it could be. I mean, it could be just how it's been transferred digitally or something. Could be that. You know what I mean? Might not be natural tapes, maybe. But everything else sounds alright, but. Rogers overheads. Yeah. A bit more of the room sound. This is his kick close, mate. Fucking metronome man, ain't he? Aye, tight, ain't he? Class. The boys could play. They could, they could indeed. They could indeed. Um, so, aye. So that was Queen 2. Um, took a bit, a bit more of a deep dive than we did First time yep. around, um, so this episode is probably going to be over two hours, hours long, whereas the original one was about an hour and twenty minutes or so. <laughs> I don't know, but I enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed. I, I always enjoy talking mm. about albums I love, and this is this is one of the best albums ever made. I agree. So, yes, um, indeed. It, it makes it all the more fun to actually talk about it. Um, and interestingly, you know, t- I was talking about that Queen when I went on. When I listened to it um, on Wednesday, I think it was, and I listened to Sheer Heart Attack right after this, Sheer Heart Attack overtook Queen 2 for me on Wednesday. 
Right. But that's not to say today, like Queen Two's not going to overtake your heart attack. But that's the beauty of these absolutely incredible albums. You know, sometimes they just they just jump up and down, and you're you know there's there's, there's no, no order. There's no much in it. There's no, no much there's, in there's it. never never a really true order with Queen, as far as I'm concerned. There's always there's always ones that you like on certain days more than others because that's how you're feeling. Um, but there will always be those core albums that you know are the best, and this oh, is aye, this absolutely. is a, this is in there. You know, it's not like you know, it's not like the the miracles creeping in there. You know, um, because I feel a certain way on a certain day. You know, uh, you know, you feel <laughs> like a yuppie prick for the eighties, man. Maybe, maybe. Aye. <laughs> I've not I've not had sheer heart attack on for a while actually. Oh, sublime. That's going on in bed on the headphones. Yes. Aye. Please do, man. Please do, man. Treat yourself, man. Please treat yourself, mate. Um, you got I, I, you'll, you'll drop off, and then you'll get you'll get uh, a fright when ah comes on. When Roger oh, comes on, Lolly in the valley. Is that what? No, lap, oh. lap of the gods. Lap of the That's gods. One. Sorry, Big Actually, it just comes out of fucking nowhere. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> you what? Fall out of bed. <laughs> Shut my scans. <laughs> Um, actually, before we go, something popped into my head, um, and it was from one of our listeners um, who got in touch, and his name is Alan. He bought one of the flight cases, so he bought. Oh, the, I, he saw bought the, I saw it. I saw that side. The, the photograph. Aye. So he bought aye. the Queen wardrobe flight case that was used between uh, nineteen seventy-seven all the way through to like the mid eighties. Um so that's the one that you see the picture of the band in Maradona standing in front of it. That's that's flight case. He bought that. He bought that's that. It's got, it's got the mirror and all that for them to kind of check themselves out. And he's, he's he's shared some pictures um, oh, of awesome, it. Man. Actually, him with it. You know, he's you know with him basically. That's but obviously, awesome. pictures of Queen with it just so you, for context, so you can see. Um, but I think I, I would like to you know because he's he's a guy that saw Queen uh, live. Um, quite a lot of times through that period as well, and I think he'd be a good guy to speak to in a podcast at some point, and and yeah, just see, see you, know, you know how how he came about that flight case and and what's in it, and you know um, it could have been totally empty, but I still want to hear that it was empty. I mean, that's just interesting. He's got yeah. Brian's ballet clava and his hammer and his uh, just... yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Aye, so but uh, bye, Alan. Um, absolutely amazing. Good, good on you, man, because it's it's a, an amazing bit of kit. So, history, man. I will will be in touch at some point, and we'll maybe we'll maybe hit you up for a wee mini pod or something to talk about that. Absolutely. So, um, excellent. So, but in the meantime, we'll leave you just now, and um, I think the next one we'll probably hit is either well, we'll we need to talk about the early years book. I would quite like to talk about that and what's in that. Um, but we've got the Queen on air stuff as well, which is obviously ah, yep, the, yep, the, the, yeah. the, the BBC sessions that I would like quite like to do. So that'll be the next two pods. Um, I think probably Queen on air will be a two part, I'd imagine, because it's quite quite lengthy. Um, but certainly for the early years, maybe we could just do disc one anyway, because that just takes in the first the first sort of four, yeah, mm. two two three four years. Um, anyway, that's been that's been uh, Queen two then for us. So. Um, yep. Take care of yourselves, um, stay safe and all that good stuff, and um, we'll see you on the next podcast. Bye-bye, yes. man. Catch you later, man. Bye-bye.